Mum! 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 Mummy! Mummy! Mama! 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 What? Hi. <laughs> to the motherhood pod welcome to another episode of the motherhood pod last week we had sexual abuse this is part two last week was from a male perspective today we have an amazing guest on our show to talk about her experience and how it strengthened her look at you looking sexualicious tantalizing uh-huh. um so it's maya how was the week so this week my son has not been feeling well Aww. so we've been in and out of hospital all week but he's all right now and he's rude again and he's running around and making noise and he's happy <laughs> so i'm happy and it's diana um this week work-wise has been good but my son and i have been fighting mm. like having arguments mm. he doesn't yeah me and him are just warring at the moment he's he's just not listening he doesn't understand yes or no um just throwing tantrums like I've, I'm just, I've just had enough um yeah there's not even much to say but this week has been all right it's just yeah i'm me and asha are fighting that's it like proper fighting he started to slap <laughs> me up a bit and thought that you know she proper called me and said no asha we had a big fight like he slapped me up <laughs> yeah, with his little slaps and then i walked away then he started like i don't like arguing so he followed me away round to just give it to me and i just <laughs> Three-year-olds. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's been my week. It's been okay. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Etienne. I'm not going to say it, but you all know who it is. <sighs> um, my week was <laughs> like the weather up and down. Mm. My kids are my kids. They are the same. The oldest one thinks she wants to be a rapper. The middle one thinks everything is not fair. And the baby one is just rude, very rude. <laughs> but he's so cute. <laughs> That's me. Um, rejoice. Um, my week's been a it's been a while. Came back from holiday. Um, and it's at work. It's just like jumped into the deep end. So many emails. So many people that asking questions and I'm not bothered. Um, it has been a decent week. Like you know, very quite up. Um part yesterday I just had an argument with my boyfriend but it wasn't too bad but I think you know I was a bit I was kind of over exaggerating <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was talk, we talked about it talked about it this morning as well so it's, it's been a great week uh, I would say the weather's been crap but yeah yeah where yeah. did you go went to Iceland Reykjavik something like that mm. but it's a really pretty place I wouldn't live there and I wouldn't go there like with me and someone else it has to be like a group because mm. The, it's more funnier as a group, especially for black people. Mm-hmm. So in, it's, in the cold. It's in the cold, because oh, when yeah. black people get cold, it's hilarious. <laughs> so it was great. Like, we had breakfast, you know, my partner came along, and that was our first Aww. couple's holiday Aww. as a couple. Aww. So that was really, really nice, and he got to meet my friends as well. So it was like, okay, cool. And they all liked him. They all really, um, really, really did enjoy him coming. How long have you not been together for? So technically, it's been... Uh, three months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been three months. But I think the difference is because this is the first time I've, I've proper been in love. 
Um, oh, yeah, so see. this is like the first time. So and like obviously he's been in love before with with his ex and whatever. But I think for me and him, we're like we're kind of like walking in in this road of we know we want to get married to each other. Oh, so it's just now walking into it, making sure you know the only thing holding us is not only love, but it makes sense at the same time. Before we bring parents involved and like have in you his, known him for a long time? No. Oh, six September. So no, how did you meet? A dating app. Oh wow! Seriously, Hinge. What's that? Hinge, Hinge is Hinge is a really good dating app. You can actually select that you only want to match with black people. Is it? Hundred percent. I was like, yep, I yep, that. black people all the way. And like, I met him the week I was going to delete it, and then he met me the week he created it. Oh, oh, look at God. So it's, look God. God. it's actually God. Look at God. It's actually God. And it just, it makes sense. I think both of us are kind of similar. He's introvert, I'm not. But we, it works. Yeah. Like, it really does work. And all our visions in terms of what we want in life. It just aligns. Like, there's no arguments. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Apart from yesterday. Apart from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. But, you know, but it's great. And technically, we don't like arguing. We like to have heated debates. And then we have to be like, I can't move on until it's resolved. I just can't. Aww. That's good. I just can't What's your start that, is it? I'm a Taurus. Okay. Yeah. And he's an Aquarius. Okay. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. So... That was a week, but it's fine, yeah. And where can we find you? Tell us about yourself. You know, I know you, you, you do your own thing, but you talk about it, because, you know, you know um, so I'm on Twitter, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Reggie8. Um, I think my Twitter is, you know, just me and my personality. It's not my whole personalities, but it's like the funny side mm-hmm. of my personality. Um, I don't really like to be too, too serious, unless this topic is serious, then we can get to cracking. But in general, it's Twitter mostly. I just speak my mind. I argue a lot. I troll a lot. Mm-hmm. I really troll. She's yeah. so anti-gunning. Uh, oh, yes. And the joke is my no, partner's half oh, in. The bums, the bum, yeah. the bum things that I see. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially because I'm sitting here. So, <laughs> opposite me. You're not, not you're not a man. You're not a man. Oh, okay. It's a bit different. Every single time you see a man with a back off on the picture, she please believe there'll be a comment. No, they are. It's because your bum is huge. Ghanaian's bums, I don't care if you don't like it. I like it because I have something to sit on. I like it. Thank you. I like it. The men. On when? You mean bend them over? You like let me sit down? Yeah, like the men so and they have like them hips. Bend them over. I don't know what it is. Down. I don't know what we feed them. Well, they have hips. They have awful, hips. You know? It has to be. It has to be because every Ghanaian man I've seen have hips or. But don't Nigerian people eat? Well. Yeah, but uh, the way it works, if it doesn't enter the right places, it just yeah. goes into the stomach. It's true because if we have different bodies, yeah, and she eats for food and it goes to her hips, it might go to my breast. True. 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 So, but I don't know what it is about our men, but. They're but they're good looking though. Beautiful. Beautiful men. Like, beautiful. Well, I was really happy that God sent me a half Ghanaian guy. What's half Ghanaian, half Zim. Oh. Oh, I hate Zims. Really? Bad experience. Oh, I love Zims. Zims. The guys, not the girls. <laughs> but, mm, I can't generalize. I mean, he's half hop. He's, he's mostly Zim, but he's very. Ah. So he's very quiet. He's a very quiet Zim. Nah, good. Really? He's Hopefully he's got quiet. the good of both because Ghanaian people, yeah. Ghanaian men, anyway. The, the quiet <laughs> comes from the Ghanaian side. I think so. Yeah, I think Ghanaian so. Ghanaian men are so laid uh, back in it. They, they are laid back. They're they're laid very laid back. back. It's it's huh? You're like, I want to fight. They're like, yeah, no, but that's true. They're like, that's no, true. I'm not gonna fight if, if yeah, don't, you. Yeah, don't do this raw. Like, they're not yeah. really about that. They're just like, mm, okay, let's just, just talk. Quiet, like, yeah, 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 proper. Or that's even true. they don't want to talk and they're just yeah. not listening. You're talking and they're just. Not. I don't even know how I know. I've never. Our <laughs> <never had> <laughs> <laughs> names are very stingy though. 
child are, 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 are men, 100%. You know, a lot of people have so. said this to me, but my, I've had my favorite. Mm. Actually, no, yeah, my first, my first in, ex-girl's in gone in. In comparison mm. to, like, Nigerian men. In, I, I don't think they're stingy. I, I, think I don't think, I don't think they express... They do the whole expression of mm. love and stuff. Like my first ex was Ghanaian. Ah, where was gifts? Where? Nowhere. Ah, zero for every birthday. Yeah, oh. every birthday I've had those zero. I was with for two years. Zero gifts. No, that's but, rude. But your Ghanaian is completely Valentine's different. Valentine's Day didn't celebrate it. Him, fam. Oh, your Ghanaian is completely different. I don't celebrate it. It's no, they, 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 they don't celebrate. They don't celebrate. Like he didn't celebrate <laughs> it. So I was like, it's cool. So you know, he doesn't. No, but if you want act 100 like a serious Ghanaian, he is rude. Especially for within two years, the other Ghanaians he has around him, he doesn't act like them at all. Your Ghanaian, he expresses his love. He tries to do stuff. You, you know, he's. I don't think he. He's not average. I don't think he acts like an average. He's not average. The other guys. Maybe it's you then, because remember your witch. <laughs> no, but I've never had that. Like I've heard a lot of people say, I've never had that problem. Yeah, so like, maybe I've had Ghanaian you. guys want to do so much for me or just buy me stuff for no reason. Really? Like, yeah, I've never had that problem. Because because I've, never, I've never experienced that. In my I've house, that. she I'm has bewitched them down because yeah, she's a witch. Is in Christ. Whispering into the mic. I don't even know what you're saying. I said because you're a witch. And you also have a podcast. Sorry, back to her. Oh yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah, the Four Elements Pod. I do it with three of my friends. We just chat shit. On there, like, <laughs> honestly, do I, I don't think if, sometimes it gets heated. Like I'm just like as, at the end of the point, I'm thinking I hate you girls. Like that's how heated it gets, but it's really really good. Um, yeah, so that like, four elements pod. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other stuff. Um, but it's great. We just talk about any and everything, and we have a couple guests here and there. So um, there's one coming out next week, and that one my my partner is on that one. Oh, lovely. So that's kind of cool. And to Daniel. Yeah. Oh, what? That Savage? No, no, DV no. Captures. The one oh, that does oh, yeah. photography. Yeah, yeah he's oh, on there as well. Yeah, this is really cool. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Lovely. Should we talk about hot topics? Because I'm tired of a love now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, yours will come. Hers, hers is here. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yes. Thank you. Yours is here. Only God knows. There <laughs> is. Even if it's just from God, it's here. It's here. Amen. Yes, I love you. I won't say that again, and we'll delete that. Everybody <laughs> heard it. Everybody yeah, heard. We'll remove it from it, so no one hears. It won't be removed. This is, you know, that song. This is my angel. <laughs> <laughs> I will not remove. Yes, <laughs> this dead. is my love. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit funny. Again. It's okay. I'm just telling you, it was funny. Okay, so on this podcast, everyone's against me. They're all haters. They think I'm not funny. Oh, but no, since you've been sitting, I here, don't think you're not funny. I, have loved, I just don't think you're hey, the funniest. Hey, hey, amen. Did you hear this? I don't think I you're not funny. I guess. I just don't think you're the funniest. I'm Ooh. the funniest in the group. Okay. Everyone has their role. You're beautiful. You're you're amazing. Look at her. I'm funny. You're loyal. I'm funny. <laughs> you're you're loyal. Think you're I'm a witch. Loyal. You a lot of things. Wow. <laughs> you a lot of things. Wow. I am just funny only. It's my only Thank thing. Thank you. That's fine. There we go. Leave it for after. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. Philip Schofield. No. Let's we'll talk. That. We'll talk about that one. But we'll, let's talk the about hair. the um the, the black girl. So mm. she was repeatedly sent home from school for having afro. afro hair. She's okay. finally won a compensation, which I don't know if it's enough. Eight thousand five five hundred. She was doing her GCSEs years. at the time when they were sending her home repeatedly. So well, well, the excuse was what? Is an afro? Yeah, they, mad, they told it? her to go home and straighten her hair. Why? Come back mad. Do you know I was telling Diana? That's so racist. I know. Oh yeah, I was telling Diana that when I was in school. 
I went to Ghana, you know, you come up with your braids and mm-hmm. it's fresh. And I was like, let me put some little strands of blonde in there to make me look, ah, cute. Come back and they sent me home. I was expelled. They told me to go home, take out my plaits. When my plaits are out, then I can come back to school. Because they're plaits or because they're blonde? Because of the colour. But, but white people you can see dye their hair. Every one minute Becky is brown, her hair's brown. Next week her hair's blonde. Next, next week her hair is red. So that's racist. It's, of course it's racist. But it's, it's just like the, Of course. Yeah. It's just like a lot of the rules in Catholic schools for boys where they're not allowed to have hair above a certain yeah. length. Mm-hmm. So high tops is basically... Of course not. And no. Yeah, no you way. can't have K-Mo's. Why? It's not uniform. Yeah, a lot of these rules are always anti-black anyways yeah. because yeah. There's, a, there's a set image that they want students to sort of live up to, which is like the white image and whatever. Mm. So there's a lot of things that doesn't consider the different textures of black people's hair. Of course. And like, so why would I just straighten my the way my natural hair grows just it's just, it's just weird yeah imagine? come to my house to straighten it for me then this is it this is it <laughs> but all the girls who are doing pink and blues they're fine it's, it's, it's silence it's oh, oh it's look true. nice today it's even true. It's true i'm just like excuse me like even, even it's not even only school because even for me like i did marley twist so i went to work and they tried to say it's unprofessional. I was like, Are you serious? Really? Oh, so we're still doing this. Oh, your mother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I just felt like Marley, like it wasn't as if like it was like rah rah rah. It was no. Marley twisting. Well, it was packy. Yeah, but just wait. But even if you, even if it was messy, when white people want to have dreadlocks, they it's go to chic. work and it's fine. Yeah, and they don't even wash it's their hair. It's a chic and it's rotting They back inside. Them, them. Whenever black people have hair, it's like they want to police our hair, and I think the reason is because. Our hair is a big part of our identity. Yeah, oh, and I think yeah. that's Hundreds. how they try to keep you down. Like, nah, you're too, you're doing too much. You, you get a bit, yeah, stay off. relax. Mm. When I had locks, white people were like, oh, are you Jamaican? I'm like, no. Oh my god. <laughs> There's one one girl. I think she was asked if she they can smell it. Smell your hair. They're not me. It's one guy's like smell mad. it. I've smell seen, it. Like, a video like Are that you guys sick in the head? I hate that. I hate that. For me, my natural hair. I always scoop. I always scoop. And one girl yeah. really got pissed off. She's like, oh, but I was like, no, sir. So, do you own me? Am I your slave? Mm-hmm. She kept quiet. Yeah. No, because because that's also why are you upset so, that I'm not allowing you to touch my body? Exactly. And she has to be like, oh, yeah. I yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, HR. <laughs> <laughs> HR. That's true because I think I think more of us need to complain because it's hundred percent. When the lady said to me, "Oh, you're Jamaican," I said she had red hair, and I said, "Oh, are you Irish?" And she was like, "No. Why would I be Irish?" I'm like, "Well, you're redhead, so you must be Irish." And she's like, "That's that's a bit um unprofessional." I'm like, mm, "But I'm Jamaican because I've got locks." Yeah. And I'm like, "Do you know where locks come from?" And she was like. Oh, it's not that. You know when they do that. Oh, it's not. Yes, yes, yes. You know I'm going to Oh, when it starts shaking. And then she went to someone else. Oh, you know, Etienne is a bit. You know, she's a bit touchy about her hair, isn't she? I'm thinking no. No, the one is I'm not. I'm not being funny yet, but as soon as you hear that, I'm thinking. I'm not being rude. I'm not being funny yet, but I just think you were a bit aggressive about. Shut up, man. But our hair is always a discussion. Like I know people, even me. Like when I'm changing my hairstyle like drastically from like natural to braids you, you get anxiety because of the questions that you already nice. start like you you know um love island recently i went to work yeah, the next day yeah, yeah. people asking me questions and about asking me question about blonde hair she's like so what, what did you think of her wig like do you not wear wigs all the time i'm just like please this white people but, but, but they, 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 wear, they wear clippings isn't that stuff. white people now also wear wigs 
Yeah. Of course they wear wigs. Of course, you think Jenna's hair is that full? No, mm. it's not. It's true. It's not and like. Thinking, why they ask that constantly? Ask questions. The jury's, I think because black people and black hair can is so versatile. You can literally do anything. anything. We can yeah. do anything. We can look. You know, this one day that uh, it's and that's to Honestly, me yeah. is the real beauty of black hair. Like yeah. my hair can, I can easily. I don't have to damage it. I don't have to dye it to be blonde. Yeah. I don't have to dye it to be purple. Exactly. I can yeah. just bang on a wig yeah. and stick it down, and we're going. Exactly. But these people will do all the chemicals in the world and when you're thin your hair is thinning is now mm-hmm. your supply please 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 I can't do it oh I can't do gosh. it it's not for me I think the rudest one is when they ask you constantly is it yours is this your hair today like is that your breath today like, <laughs> like, is that your lips is that your lips is that your lips because you people line up the lips is that my lips you know? there's a guy who really? I used to work with yeah. he asked me do Cause I had like long hair one day and I had like short hair. Like it wasn't short hair, it was just my my hair was out. And then he was like, "Oh, um, do I? So how do you make it long to short? Do you tuck your hair under your skull? Under your ah, skull? I, I will cry. It's under your skull? I actually looked at him. I was like, yeah, yeah. I do tuck my hair. I'm under a skull. witch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah, my name is Eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, of course, babe. Of course, oh, yeah. Every every morning no. I zip my skull. And I and just, just, yeah. yeah, just slather my hair. <laughs> Um, and then yeah because that's what that's what black people are able to do yeah just <laughs> walk away i think you're such an idiot he's like 40 he's like you're such a f- so stupid and the joke is it's really scary because as they grow older they don't actually learn yeah because yeah. no, no, nobody checks them no that's one checks right. them yeah, yeah, no one checks them i remember when i was in uni i met this girl and i really don't like her i'm not gonna name her but she was from afghanistan mm-hmm. and she was like she was convinced that black people don't have hair so one day I, I normally had like I think I was I don't think I was in wigs at, in uni I think I was doing like weaves Weave, and whatever like tracks yeah, yeah, yeah. so then I had my hair out I had cut it into a like a bangs or whatever it's called yeah, yeah. and I came in and she was like oh I really like this wig and I was like no no this is my hair she's like it can't be because you're black and I'm like she actually said it like that like, I don't know why you didn't beat her up I'll slap her I was oh no straight beat her up no. Straight. I said to her, "Oh, why can't I have hair?" She's like, "Because black people don't have hair. Like, t- look in your family. I'm sure that most people don't." And it was at that Straight moment ignorant. that I beat her ass. Beat her ass. I realized that it's a problem. Like, it's not just her. No, a lot of people course, think that. Yeah. Even other black people mm, think that black yeah. people don't have hair. Yeah. But those, it's true, uh, those are token have, ones, though. I feel those are token black people, and those are people who are pandering to whiteness because there's because there's no. There's no sensible black person on this planet of Earth to think that hair is something that is missing in the black community. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a token black person, you're trying to you're trying to get white pussy or white dick, or you're trying for the white community to stop being racist towards you. You're going to panda and you're going to say outlandish things like black people don't have it. Oh, bold black bitches. Your, your mum's bold. Yeah, <laughs> your mum's bold. I'm not bold, but your mum's bold, and it's okay to be bold. Yeah. Let's be real. My mum, my mum cut her hair short. She bold. But mama had hair. That's a choice. Yeah. Your, your mom can't grow hair out of a scalp. That's fine. Yeah, that's your issue. That's yeah. your problem. Don't project that. But for me, else. everyone knows you gotta beat them up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Twenty twenty, like it's it's. An, I don't I don't believe in educating white people anymore. I've stopped doing it because I think it's twenty twenty. Read a book or get or just get beaten up. <laughs> yeah. It's simple. You that's can't it. go out saying because you're black. You get beaten up. Because then I just come outside. Let's let's have a discussion outside because you're you're moving <laughs> mad. <laughs> you're moving so mad with That's this. That's funny. <laughs> nah, can't do it. 
That's a new slogan. You can get beaten up. You can get beaten up every day. <laughs> every day with my little hair out. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like hair culture has changed so much. Of course, yeah. Where we've come, like where we are at the moment to where we were before. So even the naivety within the black community oh, was there because uh, we didn't take care of our hair. Uh, we didn't so have to take care of our hair. Everyday, oh, everyday chemicals. Exactly. Yeah. So for people to, to say you don't have hair, you didn't have it because your hair was dropping out because you were permanent all the time. All Do you know what I mean? I know a girl so that used to perm her hair every six weeks. Yeah, that was me. Oh no, that was me. Every, every six I, weeks. What, I had perm I used to hair. Bang, I used to bang perm. Six Before I every came six natural, weeks. I shaved yeah. off my hair, I started again. I did that. I shaved it off. I was like, you know what? I can't. I can't come and die. Like my hair just this I was like, you know what? This is not life. And now, like, and my feel is, I think it's just so sad. It took us so long to actually see the beauty in natural hair and what naturally comes from. Do you know how? Sometimes I look at black thinking, do you know how sexy that shit looks? Like it's just so, and it's like it's just so fluffy. It's just so nice. But you can make it and how you want straighten it. It comes back. The curl patterns is stunning. And how how our hair holds moisture. It's mm. amazing. These people, uh, every time you're washing out the oil, uh, uh, put for us, put the oil in. Cause yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every single day your hair shedding. Why is your hair shedding? Exactly. No, ha- do you, like deep, why is your hair shedding? Are you a cat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. No. I, like I was saying to Maya on the phone, it is definitely a generational thing. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of like our parents' generation still don't see the beauty in natural hair. 100%. And I was saying like, um, to her, like I don't know how it is in Nigeria, but in like a lot of Ghanaian schools, they used to go with their hair shaved anyway, yeah. so they never got mm. to appreciate yeah. their own natural hair. Yeah, but do you know why that is? That's a um, beauty thing, isn't it? No, no, that's a rape thing. Really? I don't know about if it's in um, really? It's not. Yeah, it's a so distraction. Thing. Yeah, well, in, maybe in, in Ghana, Ghana, but yeah. in other African countries, it's because it's to differentiate a school child from a woman. So if you walk down the street. As a as a bystander, and you see a, a big man talking to a girl with a shaved head, you know that's a kid. Oh, so I don't know that. In other countries, I don't know about Ghana. These babies don't care, man. They don't. Yeah, Ghana. And people don't care still. Say, yeah. But Maybe that was the reason, initially yeah. why they did it. Damn. Yeah, I just know it was a distraction. Yeah. I mean, Nigeria is most of yeah, a distraction for you to get up and go to school. For oh, us, you, you have to do, do your hair and whatever. It's not a distraction. Just roll to school. Yeah. Well, mate, waves have to come. That is still a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. People this is start saying, oh, my wife's not wavy. I'm not walking the moonwag. It's not wavy enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. That's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be telling you. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, gosh. Philip. Philip Schofield. So, Philip oh, Schofield child. came out as gay the other day mm-hmm. on um, Good Morning Whatever with Holly ITV. Mm. Yeah. And I think... Um, he came out and said that this is something he's been struggling with for years. Mm, 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 he's known about it for a long time. He mm, knew about it before he got married, but mm-hmm. he still got married and had children. Mm-hmm. But you know, in his generation, being gay wasn't really hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think he was having an affair with one Rumor. of the mothers, yeah. and it seems as if allegedly that is the reason why he came out mm. and to be honest uh, the way that people have dealt with it they feel sorry for him they're very like what's the word when you understand empathetic empathetic yeah. about his situation and saying he's brave and yeah amazing. the media yeah saying that but he's from my point brave. of view i feel that if if you replace his gayness with him 
going out with another woman, would we still feel that way? We wouldn't. He would be a cheater because that's what he is. Well, so but t- it, t- t- it has come yeah, he's both. A, oh, he's, he's still both. He's still oh, both. Bisexual. But I do, I do. No, no, no. Know, no I mean, I both as in a cheater and gay. But I do think it is brave to come out as being yeah. gay because yeah. it's, it's always brave to come out and live your truth. However, I just don't agree with de- men who are on the DL having to use women as exactly. some sort of sacrificial like lamb. Like I hate it because my thing is like. I'm not saying he never loved his wife. I'm not saying that, you know, he wasn't happy to get married to her. What I'm saying is, at some point, there was deceit in that relationship where you yeah. were not 100 with your wife. And a lot of things, it could happen that a lot of things, your wife must start questioning, was this real? And was it a yeah. mutual pleasure between us when we're having mm-hmm. sex? Is that a really, um, is that really what you want? Yeah. Is, am I really what you want? Well, they might have been having the kind of sex you want they, they, might, they might have been but the fact that you're attracted to a dude there's always going to be a limit where I can't necessarily please you as much as you would like to be pleased because she's not a man yeah, so right. I felt like it's you know although yes he's brave but it's annoying that no one is calling him out in terms of you lacked integrity when you're going into it and I know it's hard to come out yeah. 100% but don't take away someone's consent because you feel as though you're going through your own hardship that is unfair yeah. on the mm-hmm. other person yeah, it is mm-hmm. it's been said yeah it's been said I, I was just disgusted by it I thought anyway he's dickhead anyway after the whole racism stuff I don't care for him yeah 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 yeah. yeah. the whole um, racism with the Shola the Dr. Shola woman basically um, talking about the whole Meghan Markle racism thing yeah. he was just like well I don't really see racism I was like oh is it alright cool cause you're a white man a gay white man now yeah <laughs> now we're gay white man even privilege. I, I think there's his character is very like slimy doesn't make mm. he has he has um you, do you remember when jeremy corbyn was was doing his runs and uh-huh. he went everywhere Speak on yeah. the way he spoke to jeremy corbyn was so belittling yeah. and so, and so trash but, but boris who's who, who's actually yeah. been anti-homophobic you're speak on it because now you're now you're actually gay man Boris <laughs> <laughs> who actually says something homophobic where was your where was your energy yes exactly yeah. but where you're doing selfie it? selfie okay with. cool cool that's like, he's slimy and that's yeah. why I don't care as much but I, think I just the don't whole care of them are slimy Holly Willoughby I don't like her either yeah I, there's I don't, something no there's I don't something about much. her that's very that's not mm, yeah, there's, in it, mm, her energy I feel yeah. like she'll be I feel like she's she can be bitchy mm. just, uh, there's something about her they don't like, even like each other apparently Holly and, and Philip because they because Holly found yeah. out that Philip gets paid more than she does no, and then she made a big misogyny more than all of us in this room at the moment by the end of the year we'll be making more don't worry amen amen, amen, amen. but so, Holly what's she expecting he's a man and the way the media works is boy I mean when you started this whole media game yeah men got paid higher yeah. let's, let's be let's it's be real true. I mean it, it sucks but you know hey ho hey ho it's true me I'll tell them I'm a trans that's how I'll start oh. pay me the man bit uh, no, but you but you're black do? though. Why at the bottom of the food oh, chain, okay. girl? Can't you just be transracial? Well, when no, it comes, no, no, I'm transracial. Oh, okay. I'm a uh, white male. Okay. My name is Paul. Yeah. Hello, Paul. No, but what would you actually do though? Your man, your after 27 years, your man says, I will just die on the floor. Ah, are you crazy? <laughs> me too. No, me too. I'm gay. Me too. I'm gay because we're gay. We're gay together. We are gay together. After 27 years and I've got True. kids and stuff, I'll be like, let's get the strap. Get the strap. Did you want? I would be. I would. And you know what is, yeah? 
the wife should the wife needs to bank on this because I would if I was there I would bank I, I would make yeah. all the money I'd oh, make all absolutely. the books all the books in the world part one part two part three four five yep, yep, all the books all the books every interview you see me everything Netflix <laughs> give me a call yeah survive in Philip yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, Honestly, I would actually, I would actually, actually make money. I'm so sorry. There's no way you can come and shake my entire life and just say, and I gave you two children. Ah, no, 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 no. And uh, he was like, oh, my kids are okay about it. Honestly speaking, yeah, I feel like when people do stuff like this, and yes, it's about him. Yeah, he is his own person. But what about the fallout? What about his woman? What about his kids? Like, there's nothing wrong with him being gay. That's yeah. not what the problem is. Mm. It's the manner in which he decided to be gay. If the wife talks about it, homophobic straight away. If the yeah, parents, so, so, you know. If the wife comes out and says she's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, are you hurt because he's gay? Nah, B, because I've flipping wasted my, uh, a few years because he, uh, he said that she knew a couple years ago. It, and then on top of it, yeah. When you're, okay, let, maybe it's just me, but I feel like, that's a form of not rape, but if you if you if you have sexual like non consent, like she's yeah, like rape. you don't know that they are bi or they're into other things. You don't. You may not want that. Does it make sense? Like, you may not. You may not. You, you still want sex. You may no, just. No, but I don't want. I don't want sex. That. Sex. It, but the sex you're having with him is still straight sex it's not gay yeah, sex yeah but but it's just like the only difference is he is just not attracted to women so technically it's not rape because you are consenting to straight sex in which you are getting him him being gay has nothing to do with the type of sex you're getting because he's not he's not you know that's not having gay hold sex on, in that in that aspect as far as i'm concerned it has a big it has a it has a lot to do with what we're doing because you're putting your dick in an ass and then putting it in okay 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 but that's that's in, in a way, in, in a way, that's not necessarily rape, rape, but, rape, but it is, rape, it rape, is rape. definitely... It's disrespect. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Because if you A whole with poo in it, all of this, and then you, you, you're you okay to come and... You don't know if you have HIV. You're, you you're okay to come yeah. and put it back inside me. That's mad. It's mad. It's mad. But I think that's that's more from any cheating perspective. Yeah, any cheating. You're sticking your dick anywhere, and then come into my mouth, the home. Oh. I would actually go mad, mm-hmm. especially. I think everyone would have to die. Every Mate. the house. But I get... would have to just beat him once. I said, not, not hit. I mean, sexually, I will get the strap. Oh I will show him I'm the man, and then we will all die together. <laughs> well, that's so, that is so scary. <laughs> and I, I really do feel sorry for her. I, I just think you know, even though she's known for for a few years now, um, that's great, and I'm I'm happy in the sense that. She's, she's, Wait, she's not the first in a few years. She's Apparently. known for a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's known for a few years. She did know from the start, but she knew from a few years. And it wasn't until a family member brought it to him in terms of sort of asking about his sexuality, in which he came mm. clean about it to them. So, I don't know how people are married. Shocked. Have you seen they, him Last year, they celebrated an anniversary. They're still married. Even though she knows he's gay? She's still married. They're not divorced. How old are their children? They're old enough. Old enough, like 20 something. For them to get him divorced. They need to support. No, but you know what? (laughs) Sometimes you don't know people's relationships because there's people that have open relationships where you can go and do whatever. I'm sure she ain't cheating. I'm sure she ain't cheating. She might be, though. She She could have been a cheater for a long time. We don't know her. But if she she is, queen. 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 It's just scary because, I don't know, I feel like it's he's wrong for not, you know, I guess, disclosing that. And even though it is hard, and I think I was having an argument with someone, yes, I know it's hard to disclose your sexuality, I get it, but you can't 
you can't put someone through that yeah. you can't walk into a marriage and a relationship with deceit and them not really knowing who you are as exactly. a person because like it is i see a similar someone who knows you can't have kids you didn't disclose that 100%. yeah 100%. you just, just disclose it 100%. because 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 if you know it can affect the nature of your relationship yeah. you should you disclose it yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. and that's it and then people just get up and down but he's he's come out strong okay cool i know he's strong but come on bro some woman was used for for three idiots. He could have literally stayed single. He could have stayed have single. Sex. I mean, and to it, some women are actually okay to be used as beards. Yeah, yeah. they're absolutely fine 100%. with it. Do you know what I mean? Because they get they get the best of both. Because exactly. she might have just saw the lifestyle, but yeah. I'm cool. Exactly. I might just enjoy the ride. Yeah. yeah. And still have my little toy boys. Mm-hmm. Done. And you know what? He said something about um he considered suicide when um he was thinking about the secret that he's carrying and stuff yeah but he said i i don't understand he said that there's no because somebody asked him if he was confused and he said he wasn't there was no confusion he was gay yeah because he knew he was gay before yeah. entering he just knew he was gay so i get the whole feeling suicidal it is a, it is a massive burden to carry it's all throughout hard, that yeah, years it, it is. is very massive and i get it however i just think you know great okay, great that you know you're here and alive and you're well and you're doing great but there's still that matter of deceit that yeah. needs to be addressed and mm-hmm. it happens a lot with men who are on the dl amen it happens too much man stop using stop using women yeah and you know what he said what do you say he said he won't divorce steph no he said that steph won't divorce him until he's found love again the whole family's mad. Wow! They're making too much money. They're making too much. She's not. She. There's no way. She's a smart. There's no way in hell she's gonna divorce him. No way in hell. He has to divorce her. If he divorce her, yeah, mm. guarantee you she's gonna take him for yeah, <laughs> everything he has. Everything. Same as Ant and is it Ant who yeah, divorces one of the decks? One of the one of them, one of them ones. The wife Ant took. Everything. Mm-hmm. One of them cheated, mm. and the wife took everything. Oh, is it? Like, most of it, Ev- more than fifty percent. Fam, everything. The this house. That, is, uh, that was an alcoholic. Or something. He was on yeah. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She took everything. Okay. And she didn't have to fight for it. He just gave it to her. Yeah, yeah, but that's because that's a real man, you know. Yeah. When you know you're wrong, and you say, "Here, go, just take it, take it off." Yeah. It's the ones that are like, "You didn't see me do it." You no, but no, I feel, <laughs> I, feel, I feel great. I feel great, but I thought he did that to silence her. Yeah, because she just so she won't come out and say the nonsense he has done. He's done. I think you know, fair enough. Yeah, great. You know, you did wrong. You want to silence me for money, but the whole world must hear your scumbag. Me too. I want to be silenced <laughs> as well. No, I want to be silenced, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna she have that that little tape to be leaked at some point. <laughs> yeah. So even if it's not me. Everyone must know. Silence, silence me with money, please. Mm. It happens. No, a lot of celebrities Wait do that. Wait until you get rich. I'm gonna start blackmailing you guys. We will be rich together. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. But if someone goes to rich first, we will be me. rich at the same time. Oh, okay. We will enter richness through the door of holding hands. Amen. That, honestly, Amen. we will. That's lovely. That's <laughs> we will. So lovely. We actually will. I hope. We, yes. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I hope it will happen. Amen. It will happen. Speak yeah. very soon, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, very soon. It will. So, so the topic. Sexual so abuse. today's the last day of sexual abuse and sexual violence mm. um, awareness week. And yeah, so last week we had the guys telling their story about their experiences and their own opinion of sexual abuse, you know, child abuse and stuff. And this week we wanted to hear it from like, the female point of view so we're going to talk to you you know 
share like our own opinions, our mm. own experiences as well about, um, you know, just about everything basically. Like, cause I think it's we, talking to the guys, even though it was kind of similar story, it affects everyone differently. Yeah. And not just that, cause obviously we're a mother, we're a parenting podcast, but like talking to the guys, what kind of um, things would they have said to their parents like yeah. made them feel comfortable enough to tell their parents mm. what kind of things you know as a parent you know because you know the guy wasn't a parent but me's a parent yeah. but what kind of things would you kind of look out for for your child like mm. growing up so yeah just to talk about our own experiences or you know what we think and yeah you know yeah that's what we're going to talk about today I know it's not so much of a light mood but I just think that in an age where like even now women don't we don't really don't re- people don't take us seriously when we come yeah. out and say whatever we do which is disgusting mm. and even as black women like i think um the woman who did the whole me too movement she's a black woman it came out in 2010 but it's not until harvey weinstein this whole harvey weinstein palaver happened in 2017 yeah. that it became a big thing this whole me too movement yeah. and it's just like once again just like with r kelly this thing had been going on for 20 years but mm. us as black women, even in our own communities, people don't believe us. Like when we do come forward, yeah, it's more of a important. thing. We're like, what's where you wearing? I know it happens with white women, but this podcast is mainly for us, our own people. But mm. it's just there's just a lot. It's a lot to unpack, and I think this is probably not going to be our first episode about sexual abuse. I think there's so much to unpack when it comes to the way it affects us growing up as mm. women, the way it isn't to society the fact that we get blamed the way that we're looked at and then just there's so many things there's like the way our bodies change physically like there's so much science to it like um there's been so many studies that actually show that you know especially when it happens to a child we mature a lot more like you know we're going through sexual experiences our body it triggers a lot of hormones we go through puberty a lot quicker because of the things that have happened to us you know it changes it's just like PTSD, our brain changes, so many things happen. And then things like not trusting, like families not believing us. Yeah. When we do come forward, there's a lot of things that happen. So, you know, I don't know if anyone wants to, you know, I, we invite you yeah. to take, take, talk, share your experience. Um, With sexual abuse, it's always been a interesting topic because obviously I've been through it as a child, Um, you know, being abused by a family member. It was, I guess at the time, I didn't I didn't tell my parents because I just thought, this is my dad's half-brother. It's gonna be a bit, it's gonna be a bit awkward. Mm. But I did tell my friend. And I kinda, I didn't, I didn't tell her like, oh my gosh, he did this. I just said, oh, this is what he did. And I'm happy that she was clued up enough to be like, that ain't right. Mm. So she told her mum. And then her mum knew my mum and called my mum mm. and said, this is what, if her mom called me up and said, ah, oh, um, what did so-and-so do to you? And I was like, oh, shit. Because I just took, took a shower. I thought, fuck, flipping hell. <laughs> Let me just, you know, I told her. And she was like, why didn't you tell me? And I, I, and I think I just said that I didn't think he would believe me. And obviously, she, my mom felt upset about that and whatever. So when my dad and my mom, my mom finally saw my dad. And, you know, at the time, you know, my uncle was living with us. So, mm. you know, so when my dad came when I came back, that day was so tense. I thank my mom for stopping my dad because if not, my dad would have been in jail because mm. my dad would have, my dad was ready to kill him. Mm, like, red, like, the rage, ready to kill him. And it was so interesting because it was like, he came from America because I think so, he was 
on the run with the police and we didn't know why and at the time mm. my mom and dad was believing him years later after my abuse the a news article came out that he was in prison mother and it was because he abused children oh my yeah so joking? yeah so he is a known pedophile how old were you i was 12 I was 12. So that was one uncle. There's another uncle who was very inappropriate with me sometimes, but I never really said anything about him because cause the whole mess and the whole aftermath um, after the abuse was so much. For a 12-year-old thinking, ah, oh, this is just too, this is a bit too yeah. much. Um, the comments being made, you know, and I felt my parents, as African parents, they were so angry. They didn't know how to maneuver it properly. So they did make slight comments sometimes. I just thought it was a bit like, what about you about me in in terms of and i think when my mom was getting so much heat from people back home that they were saying oh she planned the whole thing like we're lying my mom planned the whole thing to make us sort of blame my uncle my mom i think she felt that so hard and she sort of projected that whole um frustration onto me and saying oh why didn't you tell me earlier while well, i'm making little comments like and it was really heartbreaking because it's like i felt like she was blaming me for it mm. so i kept it quiet i didn't you know it, it was something that was not spoken about after that after the whole thing happened don't talk about it that's it like no one checked in my mental health no one took me to therapy no one did this like it, i was just made to be like it's happened let's move on so i grew up in terms of just really hating myself because after that happened i started to see attention from older men that thought this ain't like this makes me feel uncomfortable i started to wear, i started to wear really really baggy clothes because i was growing faster like i had bigger breasts when i was 12 mm-hmm. because pubis was coming really quick so i was like i look body wise i was developing really really fast but i was still a child so got to 18 when baggy clothes whatever i, I had episodes of suicidal attempts from being a be- from being oh depressed and self-harming got to 18 entered an emotional abusive relationship that just made everything even worse i thought oh this is a lot so eventually when i came out to my parents when i was 23 that i'm suffering from depression and stuff like that and that's when we fully talked about the abuse and i said and i, and I had to tell them in detail what he actually did to me and my mom was frozen was like i just thought he was she just touched your your breast or whatever i was like no that's not all he did he this is what he did and she was just like like i'm so sorry like she apologized my dad apologized and that helped me get therapy oh, and stuff like that so and that's ever since so. then they've been very very careful with my mental health so so you know because they're trying to understand the african parents they, they, they do try they've messed yeah. up but they do try so with sexual abuse i you know ever since speaking out about it i've met so many women who was like oh my god yeah i've gone through it. i'm thinking Apple was just Apple was you know just just, just me yeah. but then it's just like it's so it's scary how common it is and it's scary how even when my little sister at school boys you know school boys would randomly slap her bum slap her breast and whatever and she came to me and she said it and she's like oh yeah but they've just been silly i was like mm-mm, mm-mm, that's your body there's no one on this planet of earth should ever touch you in any manner that you'd have not approved of. Mm-hmm. And it was scary because in her mind, she was normalizing That's it. it. But, but I was like that. I'm not even gonna lie. At 14, mm. like when, yeah, yeah, when I used same. to go to like even raves, mm. like people would grope my bum. I just thought it was normal. Like mm. honestly, and mm. like obviously now, like it's mad because yeah. you actually like you actually think it was normal. I actually mm. thought that I just, it was. I'll get on my nerves, but I just proper. be like, this is, this is, yeah, this, you know, it's yeah. really, it's really shocking. I thought, like, I was just like, wow, like, how young 
are little girls normalizing it and for me even before when someone would say would you let your husband bathe your, your daughter i was like ew no why i'm thinking you know what yeah. i'm thinking yeah because pedophilia and sexual it should not be a normal thing to stop me from letting my husband experience yeah. fatherhood in that yeah. way yeah so it, it's, but it takes a lot to sort of break that down yeah and i understand why a lot of girls are apprehensive because they might have gone through that. And even me found out my mom, my mom was sexually abused as well. And that's what she was kind of, oh. I was like, so it having that come really open and I just thought like, all right, cool, I get where you're coming from as a woman. Um, but she's also trying her best now. Cause even now, like when I went to Nigeria, cause oh, now my uncle's in Nigeria, when I went to Nigeria for Christmas, my biggest fear was I cannot see him. Yeah. If I see him, I, I might kill him. Yeah, and my yeah, friends yeah. keep and my all my sisters know what he did. My, the youngest is fourteen, and she knows what he did because I don't I don't hide anything from her because I do think you know she her body's developing so she's she's a tall girl she's very full she's got breast bum everything and I know how dirty men can be yeah. so I had to have a conversation like babes listen I'm not saying that your because of your body is how it is but don't let this man think that they have the upper hand because they don't so she knows what he did so. I tell my mum when we get to Nigeria, if I see him, if I if he greets me and I, and I literally tell him to f off, please like don't start with me. Yeah, because someone's gonna get slapped that day. Mm-hmm. Luckily, thank God, I did not set an Good. eye on him, mm-hmm. and I was so happy because that would have ruined my. I told my boyfriend like if I see him, because I know before I went, I was on Facetime crying to my boyfriend like this is my biggest fear, and I have not dealt with this properly in terms of I've forgiven myself because I blamed myself for it, but. Even though I'm not affected by it, I don't want to see my visa. Like, mm, I just yeah. don't want to see him. There's no need for me to see him. I don't want to meet him or speak to him. Because I have nothing to say because to this day, he's still denying it. So I'm just like, if you're still denying it, then God be with you because I'm not trying to deal with your mess, but yeah. I just don't want him to come see me. But sexual abuse is such a, it's such a gripping, it really does hinder your life because mm. if it affects you so much, when from, from, from a child to now, I didn't believe in marriage. I was like, oh, I can't have. I just don't want to go through that mess or or fear that my husband might judge my child. So mm. it's just a scary thing in general. In general, it's very scary. Okay. Oh my gosh. It is so horrible. Like listening, like you're really brave to like talk to your parents and come out and stuff about it. Like I think for so I've had like similar experiences. For me, um, it's something that I think now. I'm dealing with because the first person I told was 2018 somebody that I was with at the time Mm -hmm. second person I told was Maya about it um like I've told people about little things that have happened to me like Mm -hmm. little instances and stuff but like the first experience so the first first experience was when I was four years old and it was in my school so it wasn't actually somebody that was known like a family member because most people happen to somebody that's close to the family i was four years old and there was a boy he was like two years some white boy two years older than me a year or two Mm -hmm. he was in the same school as me reception and um like i would go out and play um at lunchtime so we weren't in the same class and this guy would come and he would chase me down some white boy and he would just pull down my skirt i can't even remember you know like they say that when something so traumatic happens your mind is blacked out i can't even remember but i just remember being so scared like i had so much fear like i would run like i'd like i would hide in the toilets and the teacher would be like it's like school it's break time why are you in the toilets and drag me out i used to be so scared he used to do it constantly like i have no concept of time because it was i was so young and then as time went on i I would say probably happened for about 
the whole year or a term. Mm. Like um, we, we had like um, like a jungle gym and each like each week a certain class would be allowed to go into it. So a certain year group. So whenever it was our turn, I'll just run up there and hide. And as time went on, he started to have friends and people involved. And I just used to be scared. And I remember one time I told my mum about it. And um, when I told my mum, I was really, really angry. And um, then I lied and said, no, 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 it didn't happen. And now looking back at it, as a parent myself, there'll be times when like my son Asher is jumping about and I've packed something incorrectly and he's playing around like he normally is and I'll shout at him because it, it might hit him, but he sees my anger as uh, he's done something wrong. Yeah. So when my mum shouted at me, I saw it as like, I'm doing something wrong. Cause you know, my mum was just like, no one should do that, do, do, do. So she was shouting at me. So I'm thinking I've done something wrong. So it wasn't until like, a certain amount of time, like I said, I can't remember the time frame it happened, that a teacher caught him doing what he did. Then he called my mum, the school called my mum, they called his family, it was a big meeting. And my mum had so much, like she was just really angry. She, once again, I don't think she was angry at me, she was angry at the situation mm. as a parent. But she was proper angry at what happened that, um, that I just couldn't look at her. Like I just felt like, oh my gosh, I let my family down, my parents yeah. down, she had to come from school. And like, I just kept that in. And for me, for, I think probably from them, for me dealing with stuff is when things happen to me, I bottle it in. Mm. So I'll just go on, I didn't talk about it up until that day, like I just didn't, don't talk about it. Like I never saw that boy again, never went to the same school. Then um, when I was 15, so in a couple of episodes before we were talking about, you know, the episodes where we were talking about just sex in general and stuff. Everyone's talking about, oh, when they lost their virginity. So I lost my virginity at 15. And it was with another boy. Actually, he went to the same school as me, the same that same first school. Um, it was uh, me mixing up with the wrong friends, basically. And one of my friends, like, he wanted to meet me. And at that time, I was just obsessed with, like, my B2K and all of this. <laughs> like, I didn't see myself, like... Like, I like boys, but I just thought, like... I remember one time I was speaking to him on the phone, and he was like, oh, what do you want to do when we go out and stuff? And stuff, and he was just, I was just like, oh, let's go to the cinema. And he just laughed, and he was just like... everyone. People started being sexual act active, and when he was talking about, oh, I thought we were going to do this and do that, that's when I just kind of just stopped calling him, because I was just like, I don't want to talk to this boy, because me and him are completely mm. different ways, and I haven't had sex yet. So, long story short, a friend set, set us up. Like, she said, oh, I need to go and get, like, just bad crowds. She was like, oh, I need to go and get weed from him. He sells weed, blah, 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 or vice versa. So, like, we're going to go here. So, I was like, okay, cool. Then after that, let's go out. So, we met up at his house, and then... um you know, he was. They were like, "Oh, just come in and chill." He was with him and a group of boys, and he pulled me into a room and he just locked the door. And it was just me and him in a room, and that's how I lost my virginity. Like literally, rape. Like I was fifteen years old. Go back to school, and everyone's talking about it. So, um, that's another scenario. But this is the main one I want to talk about. So it happens in uni, and um, once again, like I said, the way I deal with stuff is I don't really talk about it. Like I didn't tell tell anyone what happened. Basically, I just had a reputation at school. People just like, oh, Diana's had sex with so-and-so. And, you know, he's kind of known in the area. So I'm starting to get attention from boys my own age because they think I'm going to go around sleeping around. So it was, it was horrible as a teenager. You're going through stuff, you know, just normal puberty and all of this with all of this going on. But um, the worst experience, or should I say, yeah, the big, the one that had the biggest, I, I think the biggest impact and made me start talking about it was... Um, one time I was, um, it was a friend's birthday the day before and he was, I can't remember, I think it was his 21st birthday 
for I, I can't remember um, at uni my friend Melo Thomas it was his birthday and we all went to a birthday dinner I wasn't feeling well but I went to work and I had a really bad belly ache and I had to come out come out of work early and I went to um, A&E hospital UCH in Warren Street so I worked for Oxford Street Topshop at that time so I um, I got taken to that hospital so I was seen by the nurse the nurse is asking me all questions like, you know, how's your belly? Like, have you eaten anything funny? This, that, and the other. And I'm in a lot of pain and I'm tired. I've only had a couple of hours sleep. And then the nurse asked me, oh, when was your last period? Asking me all these questions, when was the last time you had sex? All those kind of questions. And then it was like, oh, it might seem like, she, she was like, it might seem like it's a bit odd me asking these questions, but you know, your belly ache could be, it might not be like something you've eaten. It might be something to do with your cervix or uterus or whatever. So get to see the doctor the doctor's there i'm in a lot of pain some asian guy and he's really really like he's being really really friendly and i thought you know he's trying to make conversation and that like, he's asking me oh what's your name he's like what's your number so like, i gave them my number at the entrance and he took down my number and he put it on himself and everything and he was just like oh, um, i need to do a couple of checkups and he's being really really friendly smiley and then he tells me to lie down on the bed like change your clothes like change into the thing mm. So I'm there and he's like, I don't think, like now I'm looking back, I think back on it, but um, he tells me to put my clothes, put my, put the robe on and change. And I'm standing there and he's watching me get undressed. And I just, I've always been like, up until this point, I was very, very self-conscious of my body. So I'm putting, I put the robe on top of me and take off my clothes underneath so he doesn't see me get undressed. And he's like, oh, you need to take your trousers off. And I'm just thinking, it's just my belly. Like, why do I need to take my trousers off? I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm in a lot of pain. So I'm lying down and he's there, he's feeling like my belly and everything. And he's like, does it hurt here? Does it hurt there? And everything. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to do an internal examination. And I was just like, what? Uh, but like, I, I just didn't think anything of it. And he's like, I need to do an internal examination. And then I was, he was just like, oh, because you know, and here's me, and I was just thinking why? But then I was thinking of what the nurse said that it could be, it might not be because of something that, I, something that happened. So he's there and, me being stupid, let him do internal examination, no chaperone, it's just me and him. And then afterwards, like, after he did what he did, he was just like, oh, you got a sexy body. And I just froze. I just completely froze. And he was just like, um, he said he wants to like, no, before that, so before that, actually, he, he needed to listen to my heart, my breathing and stuff. And he put the stethoscope, like, normally your chest, like, you don't need to access my breath. And he put it on my breast, and I was just like, this is a bit weird. Like, I've never, like, yeah. why, why are you putting it on my breast for? Then he did the external examination, and, like, I was just like, my eyes were shut when he was doing it. And he was like, why is your eyes shut for? And I was just like, this is just really uncomfortable. Like, and he was just like, yeah, but you, um, what's it? You have a, a boyfriend, don't you? And he was like, you, he was just saying stuff that was really inappropriate. And uh, me being ig naive was just thinking it must be cultural accent, um, cultural um, differences because he is he he had a thick Asian accent. And you know, sometimes our own people can say stuff, and you're just thinking you shouldn't be saying that because it, it's a bit funny. Mm. So I thought it was that. So then he said that you have a sexy body. Da, 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 and I put my, I, like I said, I froze. I put my clothes on, and then he was just like, "Ah, uh, so what kind of um, food do you like?" And asking me all of this, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna call you tonight. Can you take you out?" Like, and I wasn't being like, I wasn't even trying to be friendly or mm. trying to be, you know, flirty or anything. And I was just like, like, I, I, like I was in shock. So I, once I put my clothes on, I like literally walked out, and then 
while everything was going on, like I was telling my boyfriend what was happening, my boyfriend at the time, like I was going, I'm going to see the doctor, so he called me once I left. Then I was on the phone and I burst out crying and I was just like, I just feel like someone's taking advantage of me, this is what happened. And him being the prick that he was at the time, he just started cussing me. I didn't even tell him exactly what happened. He just saying, why would you let somebody do that to you? What was wrong with you? Da-da-da-da. How could you let somebody touch you? Da-da-da-da-da. And he goes, oh, like, I, I, like I just lied. And I said, you know what? I just walked out. I didn't tell him that I allowed it to go as far as it was. And I was just crying on the phone. And then um, I walked down Oxford Street, cause I don't even know how, but I was so emotional. I was walking down Oxford Street and I bumped into my friend. She saw me crying. My mum called me, I just think this is all oh God, called me at the time because she she, um, she bought me a car, but the car was in the name, I got a parking ticket. So she called me to cuss me about, oh, I got a parking ticket. She could hear I was crying on the phone. My friend took her f- my phone and told her, this is what's happened to Diana. And at that time I lived at uni. So I was gonna go back to uni and do what I normally do, just sleep and forget about it. My mum went and called the police. So I had to go back home, and then that's when it just, the whole nightmare, like, me trying to get over it, I couldn't. Like, when you're seen by the police, like, they ask you the questions, you have to relive the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Not just that, like, I'm running on two or three hours sleep. I'm taken from my house in Mitcham all the way to central London, getting swabs. I have to relive the whole experience. I know they're all women, but every they're like five or six people. And like I said, I'm self-conscious of my body. People are there swabbing me, you know, touching my clothes, where he's done, trying to, you know, get fingerprints, DNA, DNA evidence. So I'm, I'm having to live through all of that all over again. Don't get, don't have time to forget about it because then, um, about a year later, it's going to court. It's, it went to Crown Court. Um, it, it was in the newspapers, not my name, but his name, the whole story, everything's there. I have to remember every single thing that's happened. I have to do a recorded statement, um, goes to court, go through the whole trial. It was a week trial. They call my mom, they call my ex, they or boyfriend at the time, they're calling everybody, going through this whole experience, going through court, and the week comes waiting for the verdict and you know the woman's like there's so much evidence there's evidence of me just going in and out goes to court he's there um trying to say that um like basically his lawyer the way they twisted the story was basically my mom called me to cuss me about a parking ticket and because i was scared i i lied to tell to tell them that this this is a story and obviously when they found him because on the day that it was reported they went straight to his house they found his my phone number in his pocket in his phone everything all these things they said the reason you took my number is because even me who was studying accounting and finance because i'm interested in being a nurse at his private surgery like when we were having a discussion he was telling me things about himself this was before because he saw my address i live in mitchell and he was like oh i have a private surgery in putney because whenever you want you could come and have some like healthcare. like he was so i knew so when i was giving the police my statement i gave them everything so they could corroborate everything that i said about him He's trying to say, oh, the reason why I gave them, he gave me that information because I wanted to be a nurse. Like, I'm just like, all of this. But anyway, verdict comes and not guilty. And I was like, this is why, this is why I don't tell no one nothing because like, at the end of the day, I've gone through all of this. People have come, see me. Like, I've said what I said. There's video evidence of me. He tried to say that a nurse came in and chaperoned and he wasn't by himself. There's CCTV footage of just me entering, me leaving, no one else but this guy got away not guilty. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, this is why I don't do it. And it was just horrible. And at the time, I didn't know. I think because of what happened when I was four, my mum was working really hard behind the scenes to try and make it as least stressful as what was going on. So she was having conversations with the lawyers behind my back, like not in a bad way, but she just didn't want me to get stressed out because mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. she was getting upset. 
So then three years later, get a phone call from the police people and they say that, you know, um, it's being escalated to the General Medical Council for him to lose his license because somebody, he apparently was in the tube and he touched somebody and it came forward. So I had to go through this whole court case once again, like three years later, and this time it was with the General Medical Council. This time he was found guilty, thank God, but it was just to remove his license. So that's done. And then um, I get a phone call a year and a half later saying that unfortunately he's able to practice medicine because there was a legality. Somebody didn't sign something on the form. It was a technicality. And they were like, would you mind coming in again? And this was like years later. So this time I've just had Asha. And I was just like, because I, I thought I was done. And I was just like, if anyone was to ever touch any of my sisters or even touch my son, like I, I, I'm not, like, not the person to be an advocate like mm. to talk about it but i need to do something like he needs to get done with this so um two years ago i went to court again so this is a whole eight years later and finally and finally like he's lost his license but you know you don't call me miss google around that time like i was just waiting to hear like what's going on i went on the internet and it's just it's just mad that this whole thing like it could have been avoided because he did the same thing 10 years ago to somebody else 10 years before me to someone else but because he's Asian, he cited like racial discrimination. He even got a payout. He sued the people. Mm. And with my case, another other couple came forward and everything came out. And then like, not even, I don't have any sympathy for him at all because he's disgusting, you know, and he's probably gonna be able to practice medicine in a different country somewhere and do this to other people. But I remember reading the newspapers at the time when they were talking about it, they didn't describe me. So like reading through the comments and reading through other articles, a lot of racist people are like, this is why you should get, um, you shouldn't let these age, you shouldn't let um, other people from other countries come here and pe practice medicine. People were just being proper racist about him because obviously he was Asian. And then newspapers like the Daily Mail are playing on the fact that he was Asian and goes, he offered to take her out to curry and all, the, all, all these things. And I, when I was reading, I was thinking, if these people knew that it was a black girl, that he did what he did, you they wouldn't did. have the same energy. 100%. because Because when it was like, once again, like the whole R. Kelly thing, this thing has been going years and people knew about it, did not, no one did anything. No one would have the same energy. And it's just kind of disgusting how, you know, even my boyfriend at the time, like how it's my fault or mm. how, you know, me putting myself, like it's, how it's me put myself in this situation. And like looking back at all these events that have happened, like, the way that, like I like the way that Rejoice, you know, said she spoke about it and she's gone into therapy and stuff. I haven't reached that point yet, but mm -hmm. it 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 start like I don't think I went through depression, but I can see like looking back that mm -hmm. it's affected me in so many different aspects of my life. Like the way that I've had relationships with people, relationships in my past, like always being closed off. Like one thing about me, my sisters hate is just I'm just not a touchy touchy feely person. Mm -hmm. I don't like touching people at all. Like. It, it, it's manifested this way in so many t in so many parts of my life my relationship my relationship with my mum like the fact that the last time we went to court like I, they tried to bribe my mum like the doctor was texting my mum behind closed doors pretending to be the lawyer trying to say oh um, he'll pay her a couple thousand pounds if she drops the case just tell your daughter to drop the case you know, my mum bought that evidence I don't even know this but because my mum because of everything that happened to me when I was a child she's kept so many things She she she's just afraid of like yeah causing things and I, like when I look back and I look at myself now in a situation I am like my relationship with sex my relationship with guys my relationship with like we spoke about it in the last podcast like sometimes I can see myself 
um, fluctuating from just not wanting anyone to touch me to being over the top to hypersexuality. And I think, like, uh, I've always been like, when people always come out about sexual abuse, I've just always been mad because I'm just like, people don't care. Like, mm. but like Rejoice said, the more you come out, the more you speak about it, the more you realize that the people who have gone through what you've gone through, and some people need to overcome. Like people need to understand it's not just them who've yeah. gone through what they want exactly. gone through. Because when I spoke to you, when I spoke to you um, about it, when I spoke to like the last person, like the person that I was with about it, and they were just like, "You need to, you need to do more." Like uh, that's when I think I started a, a little bit of my healing process, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. That's when I started to realize that this has affected me and the way that I've been moving in the past of like. Um, it happening and then me just pretending that doesn't happen it, it has and unfortunately it's made me who i am today whether it's good or bad like mm. these things kind of add up yeah to who you are as a person and i think like at first i hated the whole b2 movement because i was just thinking this is just i know it's so racist but it's just white people this happens to us all the time it happens right. to our family and these people are monetizing off of something a black woman created and no one even knows mm. but i think needs to be more out there because just like you're talking about your sisters we've proper normalized behaviors like mm. like sometimes you're getting moved by uncles and yardies and you just think it's normal it's yeah, not normal it's and it's not, not right it's and they think that it's right as well they, they like no i think they know it's wrong yeah. you think I, yeah. I think they know it's wrong because because there's no way in hell you're going to as an uncle, you're gonna come to come to my dad. Oh, of course not. That. Exactly. You, you you know it's wrong because it's always done in some sort of secrecy, and they always they don't tell. Yeah. So they do know it's wrong, and I think it's a bit it's weird. Cause I don't want to say it's a cultural thing. I think you know, paedophilia and whatever. It's not always in one culture, but it's it's something that happens in society, even white people's culture as, as well. But I think one thing that's quite interesting in terms of your story is like, and I feel like everyone expects this of of victims i don't like it when people expect victims to now be advocates for yes yeah, i hate yeah. it yes i hate because the pressure to lot. do it's a lot because because you don't know if i'm still going through my healing mm -hmm. you don't know if i'm i've even come to terms with it and for me if you are to be an advocate i think do so because you feel like doing it but when someone is you know so for example on twitter i remember someone tries to be like oh I think to talk about child abuse, and I was just not in the mood at the time. I was just like, I don't want to address this because, yes, I don't mind talking to women about it, but I don't. I'm not the spokesperson mm -hmm. for every victim in this world, and I sympathize with a lot of victims because I know how it feels. And this person was like, "Oh, you've been silent on this topic, blah blah blah," and I was thinking, "Who are you? Like, I'm so sorry. I." I'm a victim myself and I don't I don't want to always keep talking to you guys about it. I don't want to always keep talking because in as much as it's happened to me, it's not my fl only flipping it's story. It's true. Yeah. Like, it's true. I, I have so much other things in my life that I speak about it to help when I have the energy and I'm in the mental space to do so yeah. because what you're then asking me to do to speak about it is to relive, to relive it. You're asking me to relive my trauma just to help other people. So at this point, bun you yeah. bun you as long as and i just don't like that i feel like for me every victim of abuse at their own time in their own mindset mm -hmm. they should be able to just say okay cool this happens to me even if they never do it but and some people just want to move on yeah and that is perfectly okay like if i don't want to ever talk about it i want to and not 
talking about it does not mean someone's not healing. Yeah. It just means that I'm doing it in my own way, in my own privacy, because to their family or to that one special person, they're getting that help. But it doesn't mean that, oh, every victim will go through a depression, every victim, yeah. no. Sometimes it, it's happened, and the way people kind of cope with things in their head, for me, the way I cope with it was, was very dangerous in terms of I was going through a lot, and I end up, you know, turning to alcohol, and a huge alcohol problem at uni, mm. and it was just it was just spiralling. But some people, like when my sister went through her one, she was 15, and she kept it for two years. She, to me, seemed normal until she said, you know what, okay, cool, this is what happened. And I was so mad. I was mad because I just remembered my own experience. I'm mad because he's 15, how yeah. dare you, whoever the person is. And I just thought, you know what, I'm not going to keep hounding her. I'm happy she came to me, but sometimes she brings it up, but I won't, I won't bring it up myself. Yeah. Yeah. I will let her sort of come to me with your own story and when you're, when you're ready. But people always feel like, with the whole Me Too movement, they have to speak about it. Mm-hmm. You have to use a yeah. hashtag. Yeah. No. No. I, I really don't want to. Even the whole R. Kelly thing, I thought, you know, the whole R. Kelly thing really showed me how much black women's pain is not cared about. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, and especially how quick black girls are sexualized. Mm. Because if a white girl, they, they white girls are always that innocence is always there yeah. it's with a black even girl even at, it's always there yeah. they always have and given the privilege to be innocent whereas a black girl the comments oh she was too fast mm-hmm. she was yeah. acting grown i don't care i don't care if i don't if care if she was, was acting like the oldest person in the club mm. as long as you knew her age that is mm-hmm. that means she's still a child whether she's acting and i'm just like little girls at the time r kelly was an idol yeah. yeah, it was an idol. He was he was a good looking guy, and you know this little girl's thinking, oh my god, an older guy, especially R. Kelly, who's rich, That's is me. giving me attention and wants me. Why wouldn't they go for him? Mm. And I was like, why wouldn't? Because some of you at your big age are fainting for celebrities. Yeah. So you're telling me little children now should be should rise above. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It should rise. Yeah. I was thinking, come on. And it was just so irritating because I was thinking, wow, black women are really just not rated as much, especially yeah. in the community, because. Mm-hmm. Because all of you, I, okay, this is like the dark, a dark uh, moment, but I think all of you really let this black man walk. Someone didn't try to kill him. Not one person. Every day kill. Someone has to. <laughs> for, for, the, for the sheer amount of that pain amount. he was causing. Yeah. So you're telling me no one tried to take his life. Yeah, no, no, true. not one parent was pissed enough. To, go to say these white men will shoot all of you. Oh, yeah. 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 White people yeah. kill all of you. Shoot him for fun. They wouldn't kill the policemen who <laughs> messed up the case <laughs> that got the man. Do you know what I mean? I thought like the parents, I get it. Yes, they a were. lot of parents were complicit though. True. So yeah, that's, that's true. part of very the problem. True. They were very, they were really taking the money. Even the document was cheeky because the man who who um, acted as a witness for him to marry Aaliyah. The fact that you're not in jail yeah, is yeah, even exactly. pissing me off. You're not in jail. There's a lot of people who should be in jail. Exactly. His brother, or his brother's already in jail because that one's not <laughs> job. Yeah. The, the the manager, a lot of people who, and I felt like R. Kelly. Not it's it's the biggest failure in the black community. Hundred percent is the biggest because we as a people did not think this this man should not be standing. And okay, he makes great music. I don't give two shits yeah. and you can't no one can come to me and be like oh yeah but what, did you stand when it happened i was nine 
Okay, so I'm, I can't really, can't really stand. So, but we, we live in a whole different country. <coughs> it makes a difference. Do you get yeah. what I mean? But people who are doing songs with him, people who yeah, are doing, they're all complicit. you all come yeah. on, guys. You all knew. Even it's even true. Lady Gaga when you opened your dirty mouth to go talk saying I don't think he knew it. Even Oprah, come on, you mm-hmm. all knew. Yeah, but knew. Oprah sold someone else to get get beaten in it. Did you see that it's on true, Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the thing is, as black people, we are the problem. Doesn't make sense. As in, I don't know about white people and what they do, mm-hmm. but in our society, if you are a victim and you're a girl and you're young, the first, the, the way that most parents deal with things mm. is not helpful in the first place. Oh, I think they deal with it in a lack of, it's a shame. Yeah. So now we don't want to talk about it. Mm. We're not going to do anything Even in about that documentary, it. people paid out. So certain parents, we will never know which, to, not that we need to know who, who were, mm. but they just paid off, um, they took a payout from R. Kelly and don't speak about it again. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. know if the child is getting healing or is just to shut it up because this is true but the thing is i think that because everyone deals with things differently oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. i think like you said Mm -hmm. nobody like you don't have to come and talk about it like talking to me me personally i'm the kind of person that i don't think talking helps so a Mm -hmm. bit like what you said diana i don't think i'm very i'm a chatterbox i talk a lot Mm -hmm. i don't feel any better like it doesn't is i'm not going to feel if if you cut me today and i spoke about it tomorrow I'm not going to feel any better. Yeah, I'm still going to have a cut. I'm yeah. still going to yeah. have a scar. Mm-hmm. So for me, talking mm. is not my thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think that a lot of the a lot of the way we handle people who have been abused, straight away we're just like, oh, you're, you're abused now. Like, do you, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, and it, yeah. it will always like, be their market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are, the, you are yeah. you'll always <laughs> be there. <laughs> oh, I hate, I really hate it. And I always try, I just don't like using, that's not, I'm so sorry. Before, victims, before yeah. I was a 12 year old abuse victim, I was a playful child. Mm-hmm. I was, mm-hmm. I'm still this person. Like I still grown up to sort of become myself. And the one question I hated uh, get people asking me was, "Oh, do you think you're sexually active because you got abused?" I was like, Are you "Like, come on!" I was like, "No," because um, I'm lost my virginity at 19 to someone who I was with. So when I was 12, when so I was 19, I felt a way about my body. Like I didn't really want a guy to really touch me. So eventually my viewpoint of sex changed in terms of when i became when i had finally had sex but i never thought i'm having sex because i was abused no i have sex because i freaking think this guy's sexy and i'm trying to sleep with him period some people do though some people do some people do do, but it should it should never be your go-to yeah you should always clarify to someone who's an abuse person be like do you think this is how it manifested i'm not saying it doesn't because some people because hypersexuality does happen after abuse it really does but clarify with the person without making that assumption because abuse has different scales from just being touched or to being raped so just clarify and one thing i always did was i always put my abuse like when i hear someone being raped i always think oh my abuse ain't that deep then and a lot of abuse victims really do that even if you were just touched it's still still the magnitude of what that can do to you as a woman and as it's just like someone violating your body and it feels like you have no you have no ownership of who you are because yeah. someone can just put their hands on you and walk away. And at most times, and I always tell people, I will always be guilty until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. I will never ever, be, I will always believe the woman. Even if she lies, yeah. she has to be proven that she has lied. Yeah, I will same. always go there first because the law and the way people think is not justice enough for me to say, no. oh, she's gonna, you know, he's gonna get found out. Mm. Sometimes, they with don't. rape, sometimes with abuse, with anything, 
the lack of evidence gets cases dismissed so quick. So quickly. And mm-hmm. even sometimes, mm-hmm. even evidence is falling on people's heads. Yeah, they still they can't, can't see it. it. Oh, Look at Todd. Todd, Todd that what <laughs> was that white guy who slept with an unconscious girl? Got three months. Who? What? That white boy, he saw an unconscious girl and slept with her. What? And he got three months. Was he rich? Yeah. And like at, he from had, an yeah. affluent place. Yeah. He and got the judge three... said, oh, he doesn't think well, that he... want to mess up his career. Yeah. He got three months in prison. And that's it. Yeah. He, got, no, he did six... No, he got six-month sentence. But he good behavior three, three months and he left. He... I, that's this just girl's never going to be the same again. You know? this, for what? Because she'll always be known as a girl who he slept with while she was unconscious. Yep. Yeah. So my thing is, it's like, to me, justice is never, it's, never, it's, never, it's no. never really enough because I always think as long as you're breathing on this earth, there's no justice. Yeah. Everyone must there's, die. Like, every, <laughs> your whole bloodline <laughs> must, everyone must die. I'm so sorry. Because I just think like, I get it. The formal way it should happen is yes, you should report it to the police. I always think yes, report it to the police. Though. Even though they don't, mm-hmm. but they I just think report it to the police because yeah. whatever, it's the law, whatever. But even for me, reporting it does not really solve anything. No, yeah. because you can report it and it will take a few years. I reported being sexually harassed. They didn't really care. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the problem? So what's and the problem? Even when they do get sentenced and whatever, they never get sentenced for. I I don't think the sentence. Reflect. It, yeah, what, what they've what done. Because yeah. if you abuse someone, it doesn't matter what you do. Mm. Even if I called you a nigger at three years old, that could really affect your life for the rest of your life. It's mm-hmm. true. You could bleach yourself till you're white. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think that people that do anything like that should go to prison for life mm. because they've ruined someone's whole life. With, especially with rape, because rape is such a violent thing that, but it doesn't always have to be forceful violent, yeah. it doesn't yeah. have to be violent and that's what people and oh I hate some people ask women for evidence I hate it oh well where is the evidence that he raped you yeah is it oh, okay I'm like okay so, sorry I didn't take out my phone in the exact moment to record my rape take, because I knew did, what was going to happen they'll be like oh you were complicit because you oh you planned it yeah. or, do you know what I mean so <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's very it's very it's like two edged sword there's just no win there's no do win you know for a lot what? of women I think the best I've been thinking about this for a very long time and mm-hmm. I think, you know, like um, how people think the best way to tackle racism is to actually get a white person to co-sign you kind of thing. I think that that's what needs to happen. I feel like men need to take more responsibility for their counterparts. Doesn't make- So a lot oh, of times when, when, when people come out like, oh, this person raped me, especially if they're famous, men are the first ones to say, why would he rape you? He's famous, he could have anybody. Mm. Make, they are the ones that come with that yeah. so hold your peace accountable yeah, definitely because I don't think our voice doesn't matter mm. it matters but it doesn't matter you always I think in this world you always need an ally yeah and the ally needs to be the perpetrator mm. as in not not the actual yeah, perpetrator yeah. but male it's gotta be yeah it's gotta be like the male like men because I've because I always have this like debate I'm thinking I could, do you know how mad it is that for a woman the biggest thing that you know scares us is men yeah not not yeah. even get hit by a car That's you know it's not men it's mm. another gender but for men it's not women it is actually finance yeah, money. that scares yeah, yeah, you money. money that scares you or whether for black men if another black man i see you cutting away and, or, or killing or whatever but it's never yeah, yeah. A, it's never a woman that you're mostly scared of because mm. you know that it's easy to overpower women but for yeah. me as a woman that it doesn't even matter what I do, whether I ignore his call, whether I, you know, he's doing cat calls and I ignore it, he might just get pissed and kill me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That yeah. happens so many times. So many times. Loads of girls who were getting killed because they said no. 
and 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 men are so silly with it when they like for me whenever i a guy moves me and he asks for my number i will i'll say no if he persists i'll give it to him especially if it's face to face i'll Mm. give it to you i will always give it to you and i will just block Block it because i don't have time to at that point i'm thinking i just want to get home now because yeah. I don't have time to be standing there saying, oh, no, no, before you get mad and you do something so to me. True. Yeah. But we shouldn't have to feel like We shouldn't that. have to feel exactly. like that. Exactly. We shouldn't. Exactly. But I think at, at some point, for me as a woman, my thing is, I just want to survive. Live. I just want to yeah. survive. Like, let me get mm. away from this human because I don't know. And I'm not saying it's all men, but, but at that point, know. you're a stranger you to know. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you're going to do to me. So unless there's no one here to vouch for me, and even, that's why I don't even go covering anymore because because niggas be crazy. It's true. I can't. I can't. I can't do clubs. I really can't. It's an can't. entitlement that they have. It is. They feel entitled to your body. Even like, for example, so- something simple as having a boyfriend. Yeah, having a boyfriend doesn't entitle you to sex. Oh, hundred percent. Let's talk about marital rape for a second because <laughs> people out here really yeah. think that shit is not real. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a real thing. Marital Definitely rape, is. especially with like uncles and Africans, they African believe community, that yeah. you're their wife. That's your. That's their. And they always use yeah. the scripture. When they want it, they always they use the scripture yeah. to back Husbands, it. Husbands tend to your wives. Like mm. I'm so sorry because <laughs> I, I, I really was... hate like because it, it scares me. Like in Nigeria, like there's only ever been 18 convictions of rape. Yeah. And yeah. you know that in the people whole, rape you in the yeah. whole, I'm thinking a the whole most populous black country. No, the 18, the 18 convictions of rape. Are you? But we know rape is happening, like left, right, left, center. right, Every center second. under the bridge over yeah, here, yeah. everywhere. They're raping mad women, people who are mad. They will rape them and get the women pregnant and take the child. Man. That's what they're doing. And marital marital rape is not even against the law. In in Nigeria, it's not, it's not anywhere. It's not against. In 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 England, it is. In England, yeah. it is. Yeah, because rape is rape, but Nigeria, they, they feel like that's your right. That's your right, but it's like, even from a Christian sense, you know, it's not your right to my body. It's true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's God just says we belong together. That's yeah. And my flesh is your flesh, but I still have. My I was own. still made as an atomic being. Like okay. I'm still my own person. So if I say no, I'm tired. I don't go You're use tired. your hand. Mm. Go use your hand. And you don't even have to be. I feel like a lot of women, especially if they have experienced mm. any kind of like abuse, mm. they feel like they have to give an excuse or a reason why they don't want to do something. Yeah, just say no. And they don't have to. Like, you don't have to. No, do I'm it. not horny. Simple. I feel keep like moving. people that act entitled and get upset about it, that's not for you then. That's yeah. not the right person for you. It's that, not, that's that's not for anyone. For anyone. <laughs> you should never really get entitled. You should, like, if you get upset because I've said no to sex, then something is wrong with you because, um, and sometimes women are entitled to sex as well. Yeah. Like, women, women get like very, yeah. very entitled to sex yeah. with it as well. But I think it's because women are not used to to being told no and yeah that's, because that's, that's the difference it. like the narrative yeah the narrative, men, yeah. men say it. yes all the time they're always ready <laughs> yeah it's, it's just as wrong it's just it's just a weird it's a weird the whole it's a weird thing with abuse because it's like it affects everyone so differently and everyone's story is so unique even even if yes you've been raped and i've been raped but the circumstances around it are different because cultures or family dynamic might be different Mm. or you know how you see yourself as a person might be different and Mm. how you've taken what that means and it's heartbreaking to see how rape victims has now and sometimes used it to sort of not see rape again so if you've been raped you sort of now think oh yeah that it makes sense why i was raped like you start to yeah. Sort of yeah. normalize it for yeah. yourself thinking okay yeah being raped is it's normal. normal yeah and it's not normal because i've seen no. loads of girls tweet like oh it doesn't matter if my you know 
if my husband rapes me, I shouldn't have. This is nothing. That is such mm. a. It's mad. It's very scary. And for me, what's even more scary is a lot of women who normalize their husbands being pedophiles. Yeah, and you know what? I think that that's that's a thing for me that I really, because I have I have three children, mm. and two of my children are. Two of my my daughters have a different dad yeah. to my son. Yeah. So for me, when I was dating like what before i had my son obviously i was thinking mm, this is a thing like yeah. somebody yeah. else in my house or around my kids they mm. could be a pedophile yeah, yeah and yeah, you yeah. would just never, never know. know you just would never know. know because there's no science it's not like oh he's looking at kids mm. when would he be looking at kids exactly exactly and, and if he's getting on with my kids is that a problem mm. like am i am i being over the top yeah yeah or am i being funny but then on the on the other side there's a lot of people who don't they're not cautious at all they just yeah. meet guys and allow them, allow them with their yeah, kids. Yeah. And as much as they're entitled to do what they want, if something happens with their kid, would more. they feel they yeah. should have done a bit more? more? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like even that, how do you even deal with that? Like, exactly. I used to feel so funny, like you said about the, the dad thing. Yeah. I didn't have a dad when I was growing up. So when I see people kissing their dads, I'm thinking, oh, what's it? Is that abuse? Yeah, Are you not getting abuse yeah, over there? Yeah. Like, like my uncle, he used to kiss my uh, my cousins on the lips. And I used to, I used to think, mm, this is a bit weird. Like, this is, uh, are you lad okay? Like, you can tell me like, but it was nothing like that. It was, not, it was natural. It's just that because I didn't experience that, I find those things weird. weird yeah. So when I had my first daughter and her dad kissed her, Shrinking, no, nigga, you why are you doing that? Yeah, and he's like, What? Why are you kissing her? And I'm like, Because she's my child, and he's like, There you go, then. I'm like, Yeah, but don't you think it's a bit? He was like, No, mm, and I yeah. was like, Okay, but there's certain things that I still personally mm. I would still feel slightly yeah. uncomfortable with, like bathing, for example. Mm. I wouldn't, I, I know that lots of people bath with their daughters, yeah, and sons yeah. or whatever, but I sometimes I feel like for me personally. I don't feel comfortable with that. Doesn't make yeah. sense. I don't have an issue with what whoever else is doing. What yeah, doing nothing is. It's more of a personal, yeah. personal thing. I, yeah. I think for me, I would, would I let my husband? I, I wouldn't really care as it is what it is. Um, after a certain age, I'll, I'll think a bit like leave it. But yeah, as a, as a newborn, Jamine, and because yeah. sometimes to like when I when I have to literally <laughs> bathe my niece, oh my god, I'm thinking you know what? So she always wanted someone to jump in with her, and if at the time was is a father, yeah. what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, obviously you wear box boxes, but really and truly, it's I guess it should be. I get why people see it, but I think some people. Um, Projects, yeah, their own fears, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like my little sister kisses my kisses my dad. It's literally she's forty. It's just so normal. My my dad was very huggy. Like Mm. I'll kiss his forehead, so it was very affectionate and huggy. So I'm used to that. So when I see other parents do it, I'm thinking, ah, that's normal. This is what. But I get why people people who are not used to it will feel like it's that's happening. But it's interesting how they talk about it because sometimes people talk about it as if it's pervy. It's not pervy. It's no way pervy. And I was really upset when Dave Beckham got slack for it. Yeah, when he kissed his daughter. Daughter seven. Yeah. And that guy, the black guy, who was in bed with his daughter. It was all over Twitter, like maybe a year ago. A well, black dad, in the same bed. yeah, and people was like, "Yeah, that's disgusting. Wow. What are you doing?" That's and nice. I and I think that's extreme, and I think I'm a bit extreme. That's oh, extreme were they just sleeping in the bed? Yeah, they were just in the bed together. Yeah. I think I think it was a picture where he was like just hugging her, and it was a picture. You know, like in, if you're in the bed, 
It was, oh. it was there's nothing wrong with it. But people like yeah, it. Yeah, people are extra. But I think also, their own. Um, <laughs> like Rejoice said, I think it's environment. Because I remember I used to be part of this big mother baby group. And people, someone asked a question, would you allow your son to bath with a daughter? And it's funny how most of the people that said yes, they grew up in that kind of family dynamic. Mm. And, and like even for me at that time, I was just like, I don't know if I allow my son, my husband, to bath with my daughter because um, if I had a daughter, because in my house it was just me and my sisters yeah. and my mum was the one that did the bathing I've never had brothers and so even people would talk about yeah I bath with my brother all the time and mm. that's the fact I didn't grow up with my brother so it was just you know when you it, where, where people have come from and difference. what they know it makes a difference because all the people mm. that were saying that oh I wouldn't allow my, my dad to like the dad to bath with the daughter or allow the boy and the girl bathing yeah. they don't come from that same kind of dynamic where mm. the, all the people that were like yeah me and my brother used to bath all the time oh my dad used to bath with us all the time yeah. so it, it is a bit of that and then like you said sometimes it's projecting fear sometimes it's people who have gone through stuff yeah. or you hear mad stories of paedophilia and stuff like that but like I think as mothers with fathers who want to be involved in a child's life, we, we shouldn't kind of create those kind of barriers. Because like you said, with, um, you know, with, with your son's father kissing a daughter, at the end of the day, it's his daughter too. And it's true. I, yeah. Sometimes it, yeah, you just need to see you it You just got to manoeuvre it correctly. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Even the topics about, oh, would you teach your children um, the sex education topic? Yeah. Mm. And stuff like that, you know, would you teach that at five? At first I was thinking, okay, but I, I agree, I think that we, sh- we should teach children as young yeah. as five, but not sex. Not sex. Yeah, because yeah. 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 sex education is literally a range of different topics. I think definitely. it should be more body autonomy yeah. for children 100. and for them to be able to sort of say when an adult has touched them inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if we, if we can tackle that because, you know, in this world, you know, newborns are getting raped at this point it's disgusting yeah. Yeah. and it's like so at what point do we you know we, we're not really tackling the paedophile so we have to be able to get our children to talk yeah. and say this has happened so we can actually now do something Some about it so yeah. if by the age of five is when kids really start speaking i want my kids to say so and so has touched them inappropriately mm. so i can either decide to kill them or <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. and I think it's also like, like I said, I think it's the way that we also deliver that to the child. Like mm. in the last episode, we said that we need to let the children know that it's not their fault. Like with my mum, the way my mum switched, honestly, at, when I was four years old, I wasn't thinking the person's done something wrong. I was thinking I done something wrong. Yeah, so you need to also let the child know that if something does happen to you, it's, it's not you fault. what you've done. Yeah. I'm, you know, I think it's also educating them but also letting them understand that if this does happen i've got your back because you want to be the person that they run to instead of keeping it a secret and you find out years down the line and you're like why couldn't i do anything about it so but sometimes i don't think i don't think everyone like i know some people you have amazing relationships with their parents and they still wouldn't say and i don't think it's because they're they're not their go-to person Mm. they just don't want them to be affected obviously yeah those kind of yeah. things are certain, they yeah. affect you yeah. can't unhear it once you know does it make sense yeah because kids want to upset the parents yeah, yeah. Do, do you get what i mean so yeah, yeah i think mm. it's just and it, i don't know it's, it's weird as the kids going through all of that because just imagine someone who's 10 having to sort of deal with oh i don't want to upset my mom to tell her that someone has done something to me yeah, do you get so what i mean strange. because at that time you don't understand what the person has done yeah. and even even it's scary for boys i feel because for girls sometimes we know that this ain't right mm-hmm. for boys if yeah. it's done by an older woman they That's don't true. see it like that they see yeah. it like i'm um, conquering you know what i mean like you see how 
female rapists versus male rapists are treated yeah, yeah. like and Completely it's it's quite thing. you know as much as yeah, women are victims but women can be abusers yeah. and it's just 100%. and it's just frustrating for me because like i think i called out women who are abusers in general and i was just like you know what men should you know speak out um more against these women you shouldn't protect them but i understand why you protect them because society has told you to be strong and whatever mm. and then i just got getting more slack from the men like oh don't speak on our, our behalf i was just like no. um i'm i'm trying to i'm just trying to say don't have it do you yeah, know what i mean don't yeah. have it from yeah. women who like even grown women who will randomly grab a guy's balls in a club like mm. that is still sexual harassment. Yeah, no, you, and I just feel like but I think a lot of them don't think that. Like the last podcast mm. episode, yeah, and they'll make jokes. Like I like it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it poses a question because okay, is it rape if you don't think it's rape? Yes, because if a tree falls down in a forest with no one there, it still fell. True, mm. <laughs> and, that, and that was that was a, a whole topic is it a crime if you don't feel it's a crime yeah i'm thinking yeah yeah, yeah because if i steal from you and you don't notice i still stolen yeah 100%. yeah jamie so if someone slaps me unprovoked because I'm i or, or because i said you know you're an idiot is it still salt yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still salt. <laughs> <laughs> so as so like someone asked i'm thinking because a girl was basically saying oh she doesn't feel she was raped but she describes the whole situation and everyone just like this yeah. he was raped well, yeah. hey so break it to you but that's right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and some guys like well who are you to tell her if it's it rape? rape i was like but we don't know she might be saying it's not rape just so she can cope with it mm. because it. to to know that you've been raped it's is a lot is a mm. lot to deal with so she might just be saying oh it's not rape guys whatever whatever but yeah. you said he pinned you down and had mm. his way so you didn't consent to so that is rape mm-hmm. and it's, and I just thought that's one guy trying to fight me and that's freaking mood man yeah but then a child might not think because the, the, the abuser have told him oh it's nothing this is just playing yeah it's still rape it yeah. doesn't matter the child it's, might think yeah. I'm playing exactly so, so child might think it's, it's normal for an adult to, to do that to a, a baby do you know what I mean so should I didn't say think, it's not no it's true but I think what they're doing I feel like this is my own personal opinion I feel like what they're the, what the government are doing is they're making rape very trivial so they're making the scope of what rape is very broad now. Mm. So I can have sex with you today, enjoy it, love it, and then tomorrow decide I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. As, as in, mm. and now, as a guy, I'm thinking... But that's why I feel that you focus more on consent. Yes. Because yeah. once you break... Because consent is not black and white. Consent is very mm-hmm. straightforward. Because yeah. rape... Depending. Yeah, rape it can be okay cool but if you look at rape on the root it is based on did you get consent yeah. and a lot of times different forms of consent because if we focus if we talk about consent in general because we consent consent can be so conditional so me saying oh i want consent with a condom if you take it off and don't tell me and go back in that's rape. that's, that's right because yeah. i gave my consent based on something same way with consent with with certain positions if for example mm-hmm. i want just v- v- uh, vaginas like sex but you put in my bum you have you have raped me mm-hmm. because i did not consent to that yeah. so if we now discuss with men and when men are confused you have to go back to see okay cool what type of consent did you get mm-hmm. and how did you obey that consent if yeah. you if you void it then bro it's rape i'm so sorry like yeah. rape by deceit rape and a lot of men don't believe there's rape by coercion they don't agree with it they think oh, how can you girlfriend. coerce you know something that wife yeah. you just to have sex with you yeah. but you see that 
that is why that's that what I mean they're area. making it yeah. very trivial yeah. Yeah. because now if you say to a man before if you said to a man oh this person raped me they're thinking about the extreme yeah. somebody pinned you down you did it against your will kind of thing mm. but now rape can be oh I changed my mind in midway and you're allowed to do that mm -hmm. but as a man how do you deal with that you just Doesn't stop I know what you yeah, mean but you what stop. I mean is sometimes people don't say that yeah. if you don't okay yeah if you if you if you're silence if you are having sex with someone and you're silent and in your head you're thinking oh, I you're thinking do i anymore. don't want it for I, your feelings your feelings are valid but for you to call it rape in that sense you have to vote be vocal in the moment yeah because mm. he cannot read your mind yeah. yeah and you can't expect him to know how you're feeling and sometimes i do agree sometimes some girls yeah it, it might be body language but a lot of times some men don't pick up on that shit yeah. they don't pick yeah. up on when you're uncomfortable that's why the court is trying to say you have to be vocal they can't mm. accept i didn't say anything but i felt uncomfortable that's not enough for him to say for him to even do an action based on it's true that and then some guys are, can but not all guys it's mm. true and then there are some people who you you know that sex where people are like no i don't want to have sex and then the man just keeps trying and keeps trying and then the girl is just like okay coercion mm. That yeah, is, that's that's basically yeah, 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 what coercion yeah, is. Yeah. It's yeah. like if if you have to ask me sixteen times, all my sixteen times is no, and my seventeenth is yes. It, that is you've yeah. coerced me yeah. into an answer. Basically, you're 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 adding pressure. Yeah. And some guys, you do like adding pressure. Okay, go on, do it, do it. Oh, like if I keep, if I have to, if you have to convince someone to have sex with you do not have sex with them yeah, yeah. it's true because sex, sex doesn't need convincing no. it's either you want it or you, <laughs> you don't, don't want it yeah. like why convince me to have to do something i don't want to do <laughs> that's weird and I you're supposed to be happy about it so a lot of guys don't deepen like that for me it's like coercion is just simple if you have to convince them yeah then you know something's off not, yeah because like for you to why if she's into you you it won't you don't need convincing yeah. she will let you know she's on it and she will go a lot of girls do are either vocal by actions or vocal by words that mm. they want to have sex with you mm. so to me i don't see i see i see what you say in terms of rape has been so broad but i think a lot of men are using that broadness to True. sort of say oh it can't be rape no if you mm. go back to consent like you, oh. you didn't get it yeah you, and you weren't you weren't attentive enough or you ignored it and some guys are very entitled in terms of if the girl is vocal and says no stop the guy feel like he has to finish. Yes, yeah. that's it. And I hate, I hate like so no, precious. finish on your hands. We are finished. Mm, like, done. we're done. I've said no. Like that's it. Oh, Do your thing. Bit. Do your thing. <laughs> it's, it's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. <laughs> but and it's just like if this is how adults, like male adults, are thinking. Oh, the little ones have no chance. Yeah, yeah it's true. Not. Have no chance because who's going to correct them? Who's going to correct them? Because it's it feels like women are the one who's trying to push his consent stuff like guys yeah. ask mm -hmm. for consent because fam we we are going through trauma here yeah where we're scared and it's like if you're a dude like i just i don't get what reason with women and just like look at it and it's even worse if you get for a partner who just doesn't really understand consent oh, oh it's it's <laughs> aching it's just aching because i get that you know as a dude you may not understand what women always feel but i think ask questions yeah and try to actually ask me as a woman and don't ask me questions so, just so you can mansplain it ask me a question mm. and actually understand that this is how 
I'm seeing it and this is how I feel for my own body and what I want you to do based off that. Don't ask me, oh, so do you think it's a wave? And I say, yeah, I do. Well, it's not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like, conversation's done. Mm, So it's just, I don't know, it's it's such a scary, scary topic in general. I think some, I think a lot of things need to change in this mm. society. I think that a lot of mothers and parents need to actually teach their sons because I think mm. a lot of the times, a lot of women enable that behavior. Mm-hmm. They don't even realize, yeah. oh, boys will be boys, you know? Yeah. Like those kind of things yeah. that you don't, I, I feel like I would be mortified if any of my children were sexually abusive people. But I think that we demonize it so much in our minds that we have a way that we think it looks. Mm. Does it make sense? Like, oh, you know, um, if he's behaving like this, then he's a rapist. Mm. But if he's not like that and he's lovely and he does all these things for you, oh, it's not rape, man. Ted Bundy was a rapist. He was mad lovely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was mad lovely. He was also a Virgo. The devil. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! This is not it's about just you. Just to men. No no. Oh, or just Virgos in general. Nah, rapists don't. Yeah, rapists don't really That's have. Uh, they are the highest. A set look. The same way as you know. Yeah. Abu- abu- yeah. Any abuser doesn't have a yeah. a set look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can you can they can yeah. are and biggest can pretenders. Like I'm so sorry, like, especially men who like hit hit women. Yeah. Oh, they mm-hmm. are incredibly amazing in the beginning. In Charismatic. Oh my god, the oh. best. They're the best. That's why they stay with them for so long. Yep, because mm. they've been groomed. And I think 100%. that's another thing that needs to be spoken about. Grooming. Today, yeah. Gro- oh, grooming's mm-hmm. peak. Even grooming for like, I Both think like, ways. Yeah, boys feel like they can't be groomed. My yeah. G. My G. <laughs> my G. You have been groomed because, no, I, I was in control. Really? Mm. Yeah. A 16 year old over a 40 year old woman? Really? You're in control? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like, grooming to me is just horrible. But a lot of people don't see you know it as such a such a massive massive issue with grooming but it's like i don't know why a 30 year old is talking to a 15 year old no mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's you have no business there's no there's even talk about do you know what i mean oh and you know what do i guess you use a lot and i hate it oh women just mature faster, faster. i don't care i don't care if she knows every word in the dictionary she's 14 <laughs> and she should be she should remain as a child because she strips someone's childhood away because just imagine like you're 12 your childhood is stripped because an adult thought they can have you have no childhood because because at that point your vision of the world becomes like an adult yeah Yeah. because you're now facing things grown people face like grown people face and you have to maneuver through this world in the lens of an abused child the lens of adults see you as them like when a 26 year old asked me out to be his girlfriend when i was 13 i thought this this is Ill. Mm. yeah he was like oh, he was like i think you're i was like but i'm 13 he goes doesn't matter you're developed mm. wow doesn't so matter that, yeah. doesn't matter Ooh, i was like ew like that is that is vile that is so so vile I and the like, fact that this is okay, as in it's not okay, yeah. but yeah. it's okay. Like, do, you, do you know how brave you have to be to say to a 13 year old girl i want you to be my girlfriend yeah mike as in, as in someone who's just in puberty, like I'm still 
still going through the breast i'm still doing all of that you and it's so weird it's such a power play as well because it's like you want someone who you can easly manipulate control. oh definitely yeah. control because what thing. little any little girl believe what you gotta say because it's and true. little girl be like yeah i'm gonna have an older yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 an older family peng like nah mm. babes nah no, it's true and that's it's funny because i look young mm. well i think i look young mm. no you um, do i didn't know you, how old you were yeah all. don't don't say but um i've always thought i would never go out with someone that when i was younger i used to go out with like olders and i used to think oh look at me my boyfriend goes to college i'm in (laughs) school i'm thinking and then one day i remember my friend he was like what are you doing with a college boy? Yeah. And I was like, well, we're not beating, we're not doing anything. It's, it's, it's what, yeah. What's a college boy doing with you? Uh, yeah. it's, that's it's it. It's, what's a college that's boy doing it. with you? Because you're also a baby. And he's like, don't you think that's nasty? I was like, no. And he was like, well, it is. Like, he, he just said it straight. He was like, it is nasty because he's a big well. man and you're yeah. a little girl. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm not that little. Like, <laughs> like but yeah, when but you think about yeah. it, it really is that. Like, now, I, I would never, like, Ever, ever go out with an older person and it's funny because i'm old now i wouldn't go when people try to move to me and they're 31 or 32 i'm thinking eh, man you're old <laughs> but they're not even old it's just that i look young so i'm thinking to myself how old do you think i am you have to question it you have to but you even question men you have a history of dating um much younger, younger girls and like, i tell them i'm little i'm like oh i'm 17 and they're like so you're legal i'm like hey <laughs> oh god help all of you i'm Jeez. 17 and you're just okay with it because how so because how, how is 39. that how is that possibly okay i don't know because my feeling is that i'm so sorry what are you discussing with a child what are you talking about and even when for example let's say a guy who's got okay he's he's been arrested for you know sleeping with a girl who he assumed was older but she's actually like what 14 and he was like but i didn't know her age blah, blah, blah. i think did you ask her age or did mm. you just assume if you didn't ask her age even if she said 18 yeah she said i'm 18 but you didn't ask her no formal id yeah you didn't ask her you didn't ask questions because I know as a 25 I know when I'm speaking to a 16 year old yeah even my sister my sister who's 17 mm. I'm like I can tell you're 17 yeah the way you talk the way yeah. you talk yeah. Yeah. the things you say there's, you there's no what? 17 year old on this earth I'm so sorry if I ask you a question about life and what you tell me also ask you even, even if you're okay, even if you're no, 24 if your mindset's like that of a child lock off because yeah. I'm thinking, nah, yeah. you're not all the way here with me. Yeah. But big, big man, you're telling me you're, she she only told you 18. That's the only <laughs> that's the only confirmation you need in this world. And now you're complaining, oh, I'm in jail. Why would she, why would she be in jail? Why would she be in jail? Because like, it's your livelihood you have to think about as a guy. Um, you you're not gonna just uh, for example, if if I had one of my daughter's friends in my house and they said my mom lets me, I'm not gonna listen to that. I don't know. I don't care for your mama. I just assume everyone's lying and yeah, so I, I this, get this the truth. Is, no, it doesn't make this sense. This is it. I, my mom always does that. I don't care. What, my mom always <laughs> says, I don't care for your mom. You're in my house. I don't care what your mom lets me to do. You're in my house. You so do, do what, what I You do what I tell you to do. And it's it's fact because I don't feel sympathy for dudes who go to jail for that because I feel like you didn't do your due diligence yeah. as a human because yeah. my thing is you always sort of ask, okay, cool, what are your friends like? Why is she only talking to you up until 8 p.m.? And after 8 p.m., she's not there anymore. Why can't she meet you in the weekends often? Mm-hmm. Why don't you know her school? Mm-hmm. So little things is like, 
what you will know from an adult. I'll know what school you go to, what her job, and she's telling me sales assistant. All right, cool, but what Where? do you do? Mm-hmm. Where? What's going on? Do you get what I mean? All of a sudden, I, I think it's because. But some girls can be very manipulative. They can actually. They can, but they're not. They're not masterminds. Their whole lives. These people are not. They're not masterminds. I've I'm, I'm not met unless unless I've seen a serial killer as a kid. These girls are not <laughs> <Nope>. masterminds. <laughs> these girls are giving the most basic. Start as kids. But a lot, yeah. of, a lot of girls are giving basic answers. Basic, but basic. But don't care. Like. And that's, that's, yeah. and that's why you're in jail. And that's why you're in jail because you don't care. If you cared enough, yeah, you would like. And because most girls are fast, you want to try and sleep with her as quick as you can. So you mm. don't care enough to know. You don't. Mm. Fair, I can. I can understand if you met her in the club. I can understand because that's the fault of the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you met her online, my G, on don't you li- watch Catfish? One, <laughs> don't you watch Catfish? She could be. A, she could be a minor. She could be a minor. But and when you see certain girls, just certain girls will look young. But I'm like, mm, something, something's always like women know when you're speaking to a young dude. Yeah, yeah. you know. We yeah, know. The mindset, the the you're just thinking this guy's dumb. Like, but some guys are dumb their whole life. Though. And but but but, equal, <laughs> but, but, but use young, that, don't... use that. That's a write off then. Uh, yeah. If he's dumb your whole life, that's a write off. Uh, because true. so that's then I'll funny. just assume you're either. You're either you're dumb or you're a child. Yeah, no, and it's they're not both. both and they're both no. Not, yeah, I'm done. True. So I'm not gonna get myself in this in this mess. A lot of times, women who go for younger men do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. They will go out to seek these little boys, mm-hmm. and they're wrong mm-hmm. in itself. But these boys, these men, give me excuses. Like one guy tried to talk to my to my sister who's 14, and he want to come and tell me, oh no, she she speaks like an adult. No, she doesn't. She's she's a child. Her voice, her voice is a bit. Her face. My sister's like a baby. She's five foot seven, but she's like a baby. And she's just like, she's so quiet and shy. You can tell she has manners as a child. Yeah. Don't come to me and tell me she's too, like, unless, unless it's actually embarrassing to tell me you as a 30 year old are on the same, men- are on the same mental mm-hmm. level as a 14 year old. Are you, are you dumb? Or, she, she's not that smart. So she <laughs> must be that dumb. dumb. No. Or, or he's average. He's got mental difficulties, like learning difficulties. Hardly. Or, He's um a jail don. Um, you know jail mental dons, difficulties. They don't grow. No, no, it's okay, true. true. They jail don't don't grow. Yeah, they when don't. they come out of jail, they're still the same. So but but that's not mental. Like, that's just you. You not you. you not maturing. But you you're still mature enough to know. Yeah, that what, this is not for yeah, you. Yeah, it's not for you because mm. many of mental difficulties. I'm sorry, they're not really. They they will chat to you like a kid. Mm. I mean, they will chat to you like a kid because they haven't fully developed in that in that regard. But a lot of these jail dons. I'm so sorry. I think all of you intentionally going for younger girls. Mm. period I know what you mean like you're in jail okay cool yeah. and it's because they're easy to mould like let's be real yeah. younger yeah. kids are just easy to mould so you mm. go for what's easier why go for an adult who's your age who's gonna question the shit out of you yeah, to make sure you're legit true. what younger girl is gonna do her due diligence of a yeah. as long as you're 28 and older oh someone old likes me that's it I'm mm-hmm. done yeah, yeah. so she said, ooh, someone older likes me. Uh, someone <laughs> older likes me let me just go home I feel disgusted when older people like me I feel vile I'm just like, ah, but I look young. Like, what is it? What's wrong with... Even, like, most of my partners, they're, like, one year older than me, one year Six years? But it depends when you meet. That's weird, though, don't you think? I've been with like, nearly if you're years. 25, yeah, and you meet your partner at 25, mm-hmm. and they're five years older than you, it's calm. Yeah, it's calm. That's five years. But mm-hmm. if you're 20, no... If you're 50, well, 15 is not legal. If you're 16 mm-hmm. and your partner's 21, that's weird. That's not mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. okay. If you're 16 and your partner's 20, yeah, I think it's stages of life. 
Yeah, because yeah. you're different mindset. Sixteen, you're just leaving school. You're you're school. actually just leaving school. When uh, you're yeah. You can be even fifty old. You can be even mm. sixty-five years. Yeah, because 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 if anything, but I assume I fo- yeah forty-five <laughs> and you're fifty. <laughs> we've 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 kind of gone through similar yeah we're in the life. Do you know what I mean? If I feel like anyone who's in uni, personally, or your let's say third year of uni, I don't see why you need to go for someone who's still in sixth form. It's very strange. You, I don't yeah. see why you have to do that because are you joking it's me? Because someone strange. who's taking your A levels and you're about to graduate the whole university, what interest do you have with someone with who? Because mm-hmm. all you can talk about is to use A levels, mm-hmm. yeah. and all you can talk about is raves, uni, and whatever, whatever. Because I don't talk to my sister about life stuff. I always, I always have to talk about her, about her life because I've gone through it. Yeah. So yeah. I can give advice. She would never come to me and be like, oh yeah, so how's dating? Babes, yeah. babes, we're not in the same. No, we're, we're not. The, the <laughs> we're not on the same stuff. level. <laughs> let's let's relax. So, before we go, so I've been um, sitting here battling myself, having a kind of a mental fight whether I should speak on it. But I have a child, and I love my child, mm-hmm. so I will talk not a lot, but a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So mine started. How much time do we have? Four minutes. Yeah. Three mine minutes. started when I was five, similar to your age. Um. So it's three men, two women, much older than me, and maybe two people my age. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call that. Do you know what I mean? But first one, when I was five, so one was consistent. One was from when I was five until I was around 13. Consistent. And the two others were when I was in Ghana. Mm. But you don't really, you're just like, oh. And at that point, I was like, oh, maybe it's normal because it was happening consistently. Mm. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it. But um <laughs> gosh. Sorry. And no, I will not be crying today, because man I'm a bad man. <laughs> 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 but um no one had sex with me. I just want to put that out there. No mm-hmm. one had sex with me, but everyone did Something. too much. Mm-hmm. Too too much. Not sex, but too much. And for me, for a seven year old or like a six year old to be thinking about sex, it's not right, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought there was always something wrong with me. I have an amazing relationship with my mum, like you were saying. But I think one of our podcasts, I was saying that when my mum used to bath me, she'll, and I'll be like, my vagina's hurting. She'll mm. be like, who touched your toto? Who touched your toto? If anybody touched your toto, come and tell me. Mm. I'm not going to tell you. Do you know what I mean? Because of how you've come to me. Yeah. How can I talk to you? So I, I, never, I had never told anybody. Like I just I left it until like recently. I've spoken to the people that needed to know, but I feel like more people need to know because it's not something, it's spoken about more, more now, but it's not really spoken about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, my son, like, I, not that I want him to hear this, this what Today. I'm saying, mm-hmm. but he needs to know that it happens. It happens to men, it happens to my partner, it happens to some of my male best friends, it happens to so many people. and. It's just not spoken about and mm. it's so sad and like you're all saying in the black community it's not spoken about enough and a part of me even feels like well was it their fault did i do something wrong even mm-hmm. still today like the person i am now i have a fault. bad relationship with sex mm. such a bad relationship with sex where i am now it's taken me so long well i'm i'm, I'm just still working on it do mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i think it's because i'm prayerful mm that I've been able to overcome everything that I've gone through. If I told you guys what I've been through, you wouldn't even, you'd be like, no, that's it. Even relationships, 
before before I go into a relationship, like, and I remember you were saying you didn't think it was because of sexual abuse because you didn't have sex in that time. Mm-hmm. Well, neither did I. Mm. I lost my virginity when I was in my twenties, mm. but I was still so like I remember my sister saw a message between me and my boyfriend that was fourteen, yeah, and I was saying some nasty stuff. A child of God will not say these things, <laughs> yeah. And she she saw it and she was shouting at me and she was saying you're disgusting. And then she went over to tell her boyfriend and he came to me and he was kind of like, what's happening? Like, why are you moving mad? Like, why are you talking like this? It's not nice. Like, how can I be seven and I'm thinking about sex all the time? Or yeah. like, that's as much as I'll say about it today. Yeah. But I just, ugh. It, it is. It really does messes. It mm. just messes you up so bad. Oh, no, it oh, really oh my god. So so bad because it's like especially it, it manifests in so many ways. Yeah. After like, when you're an adult and mm. and that's when you start seeing the triggers. And yeah. Once you start clocking the triggers, you're thinking ah. Mm. And it's slowly you address it. And I think I I'm a firm believer that you know passing through a storm, God, God will always get me out of it. I will always have that to come it. out because. For me, if it wasn't for gospel music, if it wasn't hey. for oh, I would. I'm telling you now, the last time I tried to take my life, I would have been successful, period. Mm. Like, and that was like just only like what three years ago. So I would have been like, you know, very. And for me, I always hold on to my sisters. I always mm. say, you know what, I've been given three amazing sisters who adore me, and I've been given this life that you know what the devil has put me through he has not won yeah so and it's not That's now it. it's just not now he's going to do it and i'm so sorry the the, the god that brought me here will see me through Amen. and I, i'm just a firm believer like i always you know even if my friends are not someone friends are not christians and go for something i always say let me pray for you because i, I know the strength of what god has equipped me with in terms of his strength and his love and he is you know only him knows why at the age of 25 I'm able to fall in love with someone and able to feel what true love is and what that stuff is yeah. because when I was younger ban all that it was, I, 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 it, was, it was the biggest myth I was like love what's that do you get me so do you think every abuse victim God as long as God's in his throne something's got to give something's got to give Honestly. thank you so much everybody for sharing thank mm. you for coming thank you for joy. coming thank you so much and time. i just want everyone to know that it is not your fault at mm. all at all and i don't I, I i it's really cliche but try not to let it define you like yeah. you're not 100. you're not you are you does it make sense yeah. that's the most important thing you are you nobody can take your yourself away yeah. from you that's so. true thank you very much also Thanks may i having. just add yeah that knee last week said that he'll be our best guest you got beaten brother <laughs> ha ha me beaten I always win <laughs> <laughs> yeah by far oh 100% you won. you've won <laughs>